Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast about family heirlooms we got from a dollar store. <laughs> now, hey, don't uh, you I'm make almost... fun of my family and their stupid, stupid traditions. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a plastic kazoo. It's been passed down from my parents to me and now to you. <laughs> His power Wonderful. inside. Yeah, the myst- mystical kazoo Well, power. yeah, I mean, uh, power and or a little piece of tissue paper, yes. Yeah. I'm your host, and also that one light bulb in the Christmas lights that burned out and ruined the whole thing. I'm Mike, and uh, joining me, it's Joel. I didn't realize we were supposed to have personal metaphors. I was not prepared for this. No, that's all right. I just I like to spring shit on y'all. Uh, speaking of which, Emily. Hey, it's me. I don't have anything clever to say here. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, great. Matt? Matt? Oh, you said Matt. Sorry, M was talking. <laughs> Hi, I was voting most likely on Audio Entropy to eat a Tide Pod. My name That's is Matt. That's true. That's true. I was actually <laughs> voted most likely to eat a Tide Pod. And I, I mean, in fairness, you weren't voted. I just declared it, and then everyone agreed. Everyone fucking agreed. It's the same shit. Now, how is that different from voting, Mike? Yeah, really. And honestly, I'd be mad at that, but A, it's it's... It's kind of true? true, and I have no B. <laughs> although I will follow up and say, don't eat Tide Pods. Don't fucking eat Tide they're, Pods. Yeah, they have to put out, like, PSAs they now? They have to put to, out PSAs, because like, people were eating the fucking Tide Pods. What the, the hell, hell is wrong Tide Pods? with people? Are they, is everyone five years fucking old? They were putting it on YouTube. Don't eat Tide Pods. I don't understand why I have to say this. Matt, I'm sorry. I haven't int- I haven't introduced our guest yet. Okay. We have to move on. God. Okay. Also joining us is Kay. Hi, I'm Kay. Please don't eat Tide Pods. Please, 15-year-old idiot teens who don't have all their, you know, danger skills set up yet in their brains, please don't eat Tide Pods and record it and put it on YouTube and then die. Yeah, that that's a bad call. Uh, we've also got Andrew. Hi. Uh, I'm here, and now we're three-quarters of the way of uh, the formal Code Lyoko Power Rangers coup. 
<laughs> cool. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Cool. So I have a All question right, so... for Andrew, real quick. Andrew, if your yes. friends say you should eat a Tide Pod, what should be your response? Uh, go look up that one recipe I found online for how to make things that look like Tide Pods but are actually edible, and go make and eat those. Now, see, uh, I feel that's like that's okay. a bad that, idea that's... because that just kind of further reinforces the idea that this thing that looks like a Tide Pod is okay to eat. But what if you what if you make these Tide Pod uh, things that you're talking about, and then you drop them and you mix them up with your actual Tide Pods? <laughs> we need to figure out which one's which. <laughs> Right, yeah, because you're carrying in one hand, you're carrying your Tide Pod flavored snacks, and the other, you're carrying your Tide Pods, and then, oh no! You know, you're snacking while you're doing laundry. Did you just like, okay? Oh, hold on. No, I messed them up. <laughs> Did you just invent a new take on Russian roulette with Tide Pods? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yep. Oh no! You got your chocolate and my poison butter. <laughs> 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 it's so fucking like whoever whatever dude at like fucking uh tide I, I don't know i don't know what their major company is procter and gamble fucking whoever like their r&d department who invented the pod is just sitting there just drinking so hard they, just, they don't know where they went wrong it's like i just i wanted to make them look good so people would buy them i didn't mm. i didn't want them to look like candy Aww, oh, oh no oh no tide uh <laughs> tide is indeed a procter and gamble subsidiary as is most things <laughs> Did, did you see, like, that one tweet where the person, like, tweeted at Fruit Gushers, like, oh, I have a great idea for you, I, I need to talk to you right now, and they tweeted him back, they're like, oh, yeah, just DM us, and then he, he has a DM of, like, you guys should make edible Tide Pods, It'd be deli- it, it would sell like hotcakes, and then it's just, like, blocked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, thanks, folks, let's move yeah, on. Thanks, uh, everyone, for tuning into our weekly segment, Teenager's Attitude Yells at the Internet. This isn't gonna like date this episode at all, right? Yeah, we we yell at we yell at the hot memes. Yeah. We yell at teenagers with poor life choices. If Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was written like today for today's internet teens or children, I guess there would totally be an episode where Zed and Rita make a Tide Pod monster. Wouldn't I was there? gonna say there are Power Rangers episodes being written today, but they are written differently yeah. for sure. Like they don't have right. that like after school special feel anymore i don't think it would be the focus of an episode i think it would be one of those like psa's that they made to air during commercial breaks it's like hi i'm johnny young bosch and i play adam and i know it's not cool to eat these fucking detergent pods okay but the episode would have rocky eating the tide pods (laughs) mike don't take away my beautiful image of a like giant person-sized tide pod suit God, Rocky totally two, would eat two, the Tide Pod. Yeah, two K's point. Yeah. Rocky, Rock, if Rocky were like Rocky today instead of Rocky in the early to mid nineties or whatever, he would do whatever the internet told him to. He would absolutely. <laughs> you, what you mean is, if Rocky was a modern teen, Rocky would be dead. Rocky just yeah, wants to much. have fun and do the internet challenges on YouTube. The villains yeah. would like would like transform a putty into like the, the kid at school and convince Rocky to eat a Tide Pod to take him out of action. Listen, listen, the villains would just be like turning mooks into like fucking Logan Paul or something. Like that's what <laughs> oh, modern Mighty Morphin Power Rangers would be. Hey, hey, hey! I'm Rocky DeSantos, and and, and hi YouTube, and this this is this is my watch. My friends get turned into Pachinko Balls challenge. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, Rocky. <laughs> 
fucking six and a half minutes I into this I can totally see Rocky as a shitty YouTuber. Rocky absolutely <laughs> would have done every, like, hip YouTube challenge of the last five years. He'd be dabbing and, like, and like flipping water bottles. <laughs> Rocky would basically be, like, an even dumber version of the LA Beast. And I don't say that to ridicule the LA Beast... Because he doesn't, he doesn't seem like a particularly malicious person, but he would absolutely eat, like, the five-pound bag of, like, Haribo sugarless gummy bears. Oh, yeah. Oh, he would God. absolutely fucking do that. Okay, we I don't we know have to keep is. this rolling. So, <laughs> so folks, uh, in, in lieu of a Morphact Newsmiddle, because we have two guests, and we have a tradition with guests, uh, we're going to ask our guests what the history Ooh. with Power Rangers is. And how many times can I say the word guests until it stops meaning things? Who knows? Uh, starting with K. Me. How about you tell us about your history of Power Rangers? Who? Me? Yes, yes you! you. <laughs> uh, my history with Power Rangers is a little weird, because I have vague memories of watching, like, maybe, like, a couple episodes of Mighty Morphin at some point in my life, but I definitely did not watch regularly. I basically have, like, a memory of, like, a couple of Mighty Morphins, like, maybe at some point I accidentally tuned into a marathon of leading up into Zeo or something, because I remember, like, them getting some Zeo powers or something. And then at some point after that, like, the first ones I, like, remember watching with any regularity was probably uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Okay. So, so a bit of a bit of a later start than most of the folks we've had on. Yeah, Lightspeed Rookie and Time Force, I kind of remember. The first one, I feel like... And then for some reason, also, the stick out in my head is everybody's uh, favorite show starring a guy who killed somebody with a sword, uh, Wild Force. Yeah. There are so many to choose from. <laughs> yeah. Wild Force, I remember... I don't... I know the quality of the actual shows that hold up, but those swords are still cool. I don't even know a Wild Force. Okay. I'm going to look these up now. <laughs> They're cool. They're just like the, animals. Wild Force is weird because like, the Zords are like actually like animals. Like no, they're al- yeah. alive alive. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's pretty common in, in the Sentais. <laughs> I'm going to get used to that now. <laughs> so speaking of, y'all are objectively wrong and the individual animals of the Ninja Zord are cool. Hey, I right. mean y'all. I fucking love all the Zords. I know, the Emily. <laughs> You're a wonderful, perfect, and a beloved friend. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that one, I don't remember watching nearly as regularly. And uh, yeah, and then I got back into it again when I started watching this, started listening to this stupid podcast for for children like me. <laughs> well, we're, we're glad we could ruin your life. Yeah, and now I'm like up through past where a cat shows up now. Oh, oh boy. That's that's gonna be so weird to not have Kimberly anymore. Yeah, it's a little I love, weird, I love but they're unlike with the last time. They actually do have like a freaking organic transition. I gotta give them credit. Yeah, I've been watching ahead okay. in season three, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I like what it. they like gave her a proper send off instead of oh whoopsie, this actor's gone. Let's badly edit around it. <laughs> oh god, the body doubles were just the worst thing. Oh, god, man. imagine Tommy trying to like awkwardly kiss a body double that you can only see the back of the head of. <laughs> well, I mean, they they never have Tommy and Kimberly kiss ever, except for the one time, so we don't really have to worry about that. Actually, that's not true. I've seen several episodes where they kiss since then. Y'all are wrong. Oh, really? Well, we, we I mean they haven't oh, kissed wow. since then, at least. Like, in the what we've seen. 
Yeah, not where we're at. Have we uh, insulted Ranger Wiki so long that we've become Ranger Wiki ourselves? <laughs> when you st- when you stare into the Ranger Wiki, the you become the Ranger Wiki. It stares back or something. I am yeah. become yep. Ranger Wiki destroyer of facts. <laughs> yep, there's it. That's it. Might as well shut the podcast right, down okay, now. Now we- I'm done. Now you can move on and okay. ignore me. Andrew, tell us about your history with Power Rangers. Okay, so this needs to be prefaced with I am uh, a baby, basically. And <laughs> I I only turned 18 like a couple months ago. You're not so, supposed to say words like that. Yeah. It makes me more aware of my own mortality. <laughs> I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but th- this needs to all be put in perspective. So I was... God, what was running when I was born? I think I wasn't born until like uh lost galaxy maybe early light speed rescue or something oh no now i feel old <laughs> uh so my first real series i watched was i guess technically ninja storm but i only really caught a few scattered episodes of that but i think my okay now which which one was Ninja Storm? Ninja the Storm. first Disney one. Yeah, that was like the first Disney one. It was the one where the 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 leader, not the leader, um, the mentor was like a hamster. Okay. Yeah. 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 So my first real series was, I think, technically Dino Thunder, which I still I still do love to this day. <laughs> because like it, it's fun because like episode four is like here's a whole recap of every of all of Power Rangers before this. Because it, okay. it was like the five hundred, it was like the five hundredth episode or something. Yeah. So they were oh like, God, if if we make it that far and we see that whole recap, we're gonna have to describe the <laughs> recap. Oh my God. <laughs> I look my, once you once you finish um, in space, you should just hand off the podcast to a new set of people every season, and then just keep God. it going. Oh no, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm 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 ride or die with this shit. All right, probably die. <laughs> yeah, um, I fully expect this podcast to kill each and every one of us. <laughs> it's not entirely unreasonable, to be perfectly honest. What did I get myself into? Yeah, I mean, it, it already killed Bob. So yeah, who's I don't know who that is. <laughs> you don't you don't remember Bob? Nope. He's the he's the evil spirit who like. It was like the manifestation of like man's hatred for man or something. I don't know. I don't understand Twin Peaks. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's hard to read subtext when you're in in, in the text. Okay, <laughs> I don't understand any of that. But yeah, you can keep going. Yeah. And then the the first series that it really caught on like a regular regular basis was SPD, which I still have like a bunch of the DVDs for. Ooh. And now my seven year old brother is watching them because he's seven and. He's getting that good mid-2000s Power Rangers. Now, see, 7 is the correct age for watching Power Rangers. Uh, not, not 32, whatever. not 25. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. And and I will uh, I will contest uh, Simone's uh, placement of SPD on the list, because SPD is a very good series. Yeah, I thought that was weirdly <laughs> low, too. I love SPD. Uh, yeah, and our, good. and our, yeah, and I remember uh, one of one of my wildest childhood memories is I went on, I went and I like tuned in for the week. It was like, oh, it's SPD time, uh, and then like the the whole SPD theme played, and then the first thing that was on screen 
was the Dino Thunder Rangers, and then I lost my fucking mind because I didn't. My my child brain could not realize that these two shows, even though they're both Power Rangers, could like connect into each other. <laughs> Your first crossover. That's adorable. Yeah. Oh. I was like, holy shit. It's wild to think about that every one of those like anniversary seasons is technically a superhero crossover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I kind of like, ooh, grew out of power. And I'm like, I'm not into that anymore. And then I got rid of, like, a bunch of my morphers. And I'm really sad oh. about it now. And then in, like, early high school, I was like, oh, late sophomore, early junior, maybe. Uh, I was like, hey, fuck it. All of Power Rangers on Netflix. I'm just gonna go watch all of it. Um, and then I was most of the way done. And then I was listening to Taz, and then I heard the uh, the like ad for this show, and I was like, "Hey, I like a Power Rangers. What if I go listen to this?" And then I did that. Aww. And then as all of my friends one by one worked their way through Taz, they were like, "Hey, this is a Power Rangers podcast." You like those Power Rangers? Go listen to that. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, and like, I'm on it." <laughs> yeah, I'm like I've already been on it. So, uh, and then I finished my way through every produced episode of Power Rangers, like November, December, 2016. So I, wow, I beat Simone. He's not the first. <laughs> Congratulations! Thank you. I think you. that means you, you get to be the parent to his child. No. Wait, yeah. hold on. Does it work differently in Canada? Anyway, <laughs> confirm, deny. Most things do. Did they sign the blood pact? Wow, okay, so I'm learning all sorts of new shit about Canada because I was just kidding, but apparently that's an actual thing. No, all right, you watch all of Power Rangers before someone else you get to raise their child. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird that like Canadian law involves a TV show that was banned there. It's kind of strange. <laughs> Well, I guess they banned it because they feared its power. I was yeah. going to say, why do you think yeah. they banned it? They didn't want I mean, people... <laughs> that was The show was a lot shorter back then. People could watch all of it and then take your child way easier. <laughs> wow, Canada's fucked up. Wait, okay, so okay, so explain to me explain to me the problem with uh, titles with war in their name, then. Um, what is it good I for? Talking about beasties, uh, as you Canadians would call it. No, but I, I said, what, yeah. what is it good for? Well, is my explanation. Oh, it's right, yeah, absolutely no, it, nothing. Uh, good God, y'all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Say, say it again. It, say it Say it again. <laughs> okay. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, this is a mess. Uh, <laughs> are you ready to talk about Power Rangers? I'm now? always ready to talk about Power well, we're Rangers. We're just talking about Power Rangers, Mike. Were you not paying attention? Sure. Let's fucking do it. But I, I mean, specifically this episode of Power Rangers. And what episode is this? <gasps> Why, Matthew, it is season three, <laughs> wow. episode nine, Passing the Lantern. Excellent. Never call me Matthew ever again. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> okay, noted. We open in the gym and juice bar, and so here's a weird thing. Episodes. They still do the thing where when we go to the gym and juice bar, Bulk and Skull are still just kind of hanging around most of the time, but now they're just cops. Yeah. So, like, there's all these extras that are just, you know, just people dressed like teenagers, like there always is, and there's just these two police officers hanging out. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I have weird. to imagine it has completely changed the vibe of the gym and juice bar forever. 
Yeah. Yeah, unless you know who Bulk and Skull are and you just know that they're fuck-ups. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even then, just like, even if it's fucking Bulk and Skull, you see, just those uniforms being around puts me on edge. Yeah. There's a lot less smoking pot in the back alley. <laughs> I don't think anyone in the Power Rangers universe even knows what pot is. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like to imagine that we have this, this squeaky clean gym and juice bar where where Ernie's constantly giving stuff away for free and kids are just working like out. And it's the Giddy Giddy Power weed. Rangers running charities and school <laughs> events all the time. And then there's just like Cletus, the guy who'll sell you weed in the bathroom. <laughs> God damn. Poor Cletus. He just he tries so hard, but he never has any business. Yeah. So, uh, Billy and Aisha are sitting at a table, sharing a drink, and uh, talking about how Adam is at his family reunion, and how they're so excited for him. And we know how much Adam cares about family, because they told us. Yeah. He cares about his culture. Nobody said he cares about his family. For all we know, he hates his family. Get in touch with his roots, (laughs) is what he says. Yeah. Can can I please note that in the opening shot, as we, like, uh pan over to Billy and Aisha at the table, we see Bulk and Skull, like, punching each other in the arm in the background. Yeah, yeah so we know they have not changed. Not yeah, at all. Like, yeah. this is never explained or brought up. It's just, like, a thing that happens in the background. Well, I mean, like, it's just them being, like, goofing right, around. We've, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've seen enough scenes of Bulk and Skull together to know that that's just kind of how they are. So, Adam walks in, and he's carrying this big ol' red paper lantern. Hey guys. Hey, Adam. hey, where'd you get that cool lantern? They presented it to me at the reunion. It's been in my family for years. Apparently it has great powers. Wow, that's quite an honor, Adam. It is. You see, a lantern keeper is chosen for each generation, so it's a big responsibility. Hey, what does this inscription say? I wish I knew. You mean they didn't tell you? I'm supposed to discover it for myself. And he talks about how he got it at the family reunion, and it's a family heirloom that was passed to him. And right, let's let's just get this kind of out of the way now. Paper lanterns, they're used in, you know, all over the place in Eastern and Southeastern Asia, but they're not really heirlooms. They're cheap and disposable. Well, yeah, uh, how many, like, paper, like, this isn't just, like, papers that you can keep in, you know, like a safe box or something. Like, this is a paper-constructed thing. How long exactly do you expect that to hold up? Generations, yeah. obviously. Yeah, and it, it apparently it has a great power attached to it. Which like, I've had paper craft things that I've tried to take pretty good care of, like in the short term, because you know I wanted to display it for a while, and that shit falls apart in like a month. Yeah, but so this this is one of those things where the show talks about a thing as if it has power, and the characters take it literally. I mean, to like, be fair, like, they know magic exists. So maybe they're just like, I, that's what I feel like, is like, these these guys are young enough and introduced to the fact that magic exists young enough that they just assume that, like, anything they hear magical is probably true. Yeah, I can that's see true. That. These are, <laughs> these are teen, Adam's, like... These are teenaged people who don't understand what a metaphor is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they literally don't, because they, they're told what one is, and then... Adam's like, I don't know what this means. Didn't he introduce <laughs> question marks in the first yeah. season? Yeah, wasn't that like last season yeah. they had to learn what a question mark was? We never, <laughs> we Fuck. have never actually learned what a question marks are for. Like that is still a <laughs> yeah. looming question hanging over this whole franchise, which they don't even realize is a question because they don't know what question marks are for. 
But, like, considering that it's been, like, what, three years canonically, I think they would only now just be learning what metaphors actually are. Or they'd, yeah, they'd be around that point. So what anyway. is a metaphor, mm-hmm. anyway? I don't know. Well, oh, man, uh, man, you, man, you should absolutely know. It's for, like, defining, you know, tiers of play. Uh, what? Oh, He's saying, what's a meta? What is a meta for? For... What? Uh, Nothing it? much. What's a matter for you? Now, uh, <laughs> um, but what I'm assuming is happening is that Adam's parents or aunt or uncle or whoever passed this on to him uh, probably told him that, like, it holds a great power, and they probably didn't mean it literally, but he took it like that because they don't know that he's a fucking Power Ranger and he just hangs out with a space wizard. Also, they don't really understand him as a person because even barring Power Rangers, Adam seems like the sort of person who might take that literally. Yeah. True. Yeah, he doesn't seem that bright. Yeah, uh, bright but you see, I have a theory um, about this lantern. I will share with you later in the show. But I think it actually does hold great power. Okay. okay. All right. I'm I mean, intrigued. it it will contain fire at some point, and fire is a great power. Are you kidding? That thing looks so cheap that if you tried to actually light it, it would like go up in flames. Yeah, that's I mean, why that's, it possesses your great power. It bursts into <laughs> flames and you throw it at somebody. <laughs> that is ostensibly what a lantern is right, for. Yeah, I'm like, more into water like, myself, but fire's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, you cover the top and it's like a kind of like a hot air balloon and like it goes up for a little bit and then it burns up. Yeah, that's that's kind of how paper lanterns are supposed to work, I think. Oh, really? Honestly, I don't know much about paper lanterns. I didn't know that they were supposed to actually catch a blaze. I thought they no, were just they're supposed to No, they're not. They're <laughs> not. Oh, well. I will say that, like, okay, like, this is, like, a, a random thing, but, like, um, during the holidays, uh, we needed something to watch while um, having a meal, and we watched, like, the Kung Fu Panda uh, Christmas special, and that one also has painted, painted lanterns as, like, not a fi- not a generational thing, but, like, Poe made one when he was a kid, because it's trying to, like, oh. emulate, like, you know... Like, how kids will make, you know, Christmas decorations and stuff, and they'll keep using them every year. But again, that's just, like, a cartoon, so I have no idea, like... <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, this show is also a cartoon. Yeah, yeah no, I don't mean, like... a live-action cartoon. Yeah, we, we, but they don't typically are family heirlooms, yeah, because they, they yeah, it's disposable, like everyone's been saying. Okay, so we are less than a minute into this episode, <laughs> and... Excellent. Adam is saying, like, yeah, there's, like, an inscription here hanging from the lantern, but I don't know what it says, because I can't read the text. Also, literally everybody tries to read it sideways, so you know there's that. Yeah, they don't yeah. understand how Asian text works, I guess. With including, the- including, least- we'll get to it, but including the, like, guy in the Japanese garden who's supposedly, like, can actually read this stuff. Yeah. But so Bulk and Skull walk up, and this is really, really uncomfortable Hell for yeah, reasons the is. show didn't intend. Yeah. Because effectively, these two dudes in police uniforms. Oh, that's uh, bad. Uh, by the way, uh, just just a side note: Skull still has that enormous fucking earring, and that's so weird because he's still dressed like a cop. Yeah, I, that's definitely not up to the uniform standards. Yeah. So these two white police officers walk up to this Asian dude, snatch his paper lantern, is like, "I'll tell you what it says," and then Bulk like looks at the inscription for a second and says. It says, don't try to read things unless they're written in English. Oh, God. <laughs> and they both just laugh, and it's like, oh, Fuck, oh. such a dick this episode. Okay, oh. to clarify, he actually does try to read it at first, realizes he has no fucking clue what it says, and then uses racism yeah. to get out of actually having the Right, answer. so I'm pretty sure what he was going for is, like, don't spend a bunch of time trying to read things in a language you don't know, which... 
if he'd phrased it that way would have maybe made a little bit of sense, but the way they actually did it seemed like a pretty on the nose um representation of how policing in America actually works. Yeah, these two are culturally yeah. insensitive as fuck. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's inse- it's a insensitive and yeah, a bit ignorant. Yeah, so while they're laughing hysterically, uh, Skull slaps Bulk on the back and he drops the lantern and Adam catches it and he almost breaks it and Bulk and Skull realizing that they almost just broke, you know, this dude's family heirloom. They're just like, oh, we're just we're just going to go and they do that comedy <laughs> thing where they sort of sneak so out the back. This this offensive and racist like bit does segue into my first big criticism of this plot, which is Adam's Adam's talking about how he's like supposed to figure out the meaning of this inscription and it's like, dude, my dude, it's written in a language that obviously you don't know but you know what this language is go to the fucking library find a reference book and look up what it says this isn't like a soul searching thing this is actual words on like a piece of paper they can be translated I, or he could just he could just he could just do what he does and just find someone who can read right. it which he does actually what's weird to me why doesn't his family tell yeah, him what, what it says like they're trying to make yeah, it like a puzzle that's what was bugging me because like, like yeah. The the lesson is of him trying to figure it out for himself is he's given the words on the paper and then he's supposed to figure out what they mean. Like they're words of wisdom and he's meant to interpret them. But like his family just straight up doesn't translate it for him. Like at this point it's not that he can't solve the puzzle, it's that he literally can't read Hold it. Hold on, so yeah. Adam doesn't understand metaphors. Maybe he doesn't understand sarcasm either. Maybe his family has been trying for years to get him to learn like the the language of his heritage and he has absolutely refused. And like in this passive aggressive like bitter you know whatever they're like here's this here's this lantern it's like oh what do these words mean it's like dear god we've been trying to teach you this language for like the last 12 years my dude figure it out yourself we should probably point out we're being vague because the show's being vague uh about like where specifically adam's family is from yeah we should probably cover this we're 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 pretty sure it's korea because his character's last name is park and in real life john young bosch is half korean but again, the show doesn't really confirm anything, and it deliberately kind of dances around this sort of thing whenever it does really anything with any kind of Asian culture. It just kind of lumps them all together. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, not only yeah, do they dance it's... around naming anything, but they don't even like stick to one culture when they're representing stuff. They just kind of mash everything up. Yeah, they were doing. Mm-hmm. They were pulling the same shit with Trini. Uh, yeah, with Trini, they did it a lot. We're like. They... Oh, the fucking Mantis yeah. episode, Lord. Yeah, at yeah. least this one isn't Ugh. as bad as the Mantis with the karate scientist grandpa. Yeah. Oh, man, that episode's We a have nightmare. to fight honorably against Rita's evil monster. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> they say those words. Yep, <laughs> they sure so, do. Uh... So we, we, we cut to a Japanese garden. Just, that just happens. Yeah, first we cut to the moon. Oh, the moon, and, I'm sorry. And just as our our rangers are gullible about any like uh, utterance of magic power, the moon crew instantly believes that this lantern has magic powers. Ah, I'll show you the powers of that contraption, Black Ranger! Babu! Squat! Bring that lantern to me! Hey, I wanna go! Alright, uh, go! Maybe among the three of you, you can actually do something right! Uh, I'll harness that lantern's power and make mattress stuffing out of those rangers! Yeah, Zed is just like, oh, that thing has powers? I want it. Bring it to me. And he initially sends Squad and Babu, and Rito's just like, but I want to come too. And he's just like, all right, fine. Maybe between the three of you, you won't fuck it up. 
Rino's just looking for an excuse to leave the moon base, and I, I love Rino. Well, and Zed is more than happy to have him out of his hair for a few minutes. Uh, his hair. Mm. I'm sorry, that was very his, insensitive, Zed. His brain matter? Brain? Yeah. yeah. Um, but... I mean, secretly, Rito just knows that they're being sent to a Japanese garden, and he just really likes to feed the koi. Aww. Aww. You know, like, they have one of those, like, uh, fucking... Well, that's what he was like doing a, during a the fight. gumball machine that you can put, like, a quarter into, and it'll give you some koi food, and you, you throw it in off of the bridge there, and then the koi, like, swim up to you, and it's really to great. To go off yeah. that, like, actually, they show up, uh, Squat and Babu do the other thing they need to do, and the Tengu fight, and Rito specifically says that he doesn't fight. What was he doing during all that? He was feeding the koi. Yeah. So, Zed, <laughs> Zed, I know he's just making excuses to get rid of him because he and Rita want to fuck or whatever, but the... Whoa! Whoa I don't want to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Both Zed and Rita have been around long enough to know that throwing more idiots at a task is not going to make it more likely to get done properly. <laughs> sure. There is an absolutely like diminishing returns effect with idiots. The problem is the Moon Crew really only has one strategy available to them, and that is throw more idiots at the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they make Goldar watch? No. <laughs> they don't make him. Oh, he wants to. Chooses. <laughs> is he like a cat at the end of the bed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, once in, every once in a while he'll get curious and like try to get up close and his cold nose touches one of them. And, ugh. You're criminals, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we cut to the Japanese garden, and again, the only reason we know that this is a Japanese garden is that, like, later on in the episode, there's a scene where we see a sign that just says, to Japanese garden. Yeah. Uh, but Billy is talking to Adam about a friend of his named Ko. Ko said he'd meet us at the end of this walkway. I can't believe he takes care of this whole place by himself. Yeah, he's really an amazing guy. He's been running this place since I was ten years old. My parents met him years ago when he was living in the Orient. And imagine the everyone on this podcast tugging at their collar at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's that's their words, not ours. Billy is like, uh, I and, am very familiar with the Asian people. And it's like, oh my god, dude. Come the fuck yeah. on. I would I am what you would call an otaku. Why is it why is it this stuff always involves Billy? Yeah, no, Billy absolutely has his bedroom is just full of fucking like bootleg tapes of anime. What does that no? What does that say about Billy though? Because the motherfuckers, one of his defining features is be over describing like everything in excruciating detail. But he's just like my friend Ko is back from the Orient. Well, like, he doesn't really do that anymore. Like, I guess that's true. Isn't that actually. for like a season? But, yeah, but yeah. like Billy's whole thing is like, and I, I know way too much about whatever you throw at me, except the Asian people, except Asians. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Dude. He definitely but he so, owns a katana that he has hanging over his fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Billy would be a weeb, though? Oh, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Like, 100%. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta remember, Matt, this is early to mid 90s weebs. Yeah, he's watching Japanimation. Okay, yeah, you know God. what, that's fair, actually. He has, he has a ninja Ugh. scroll, he's got, like, Akira. Oh, man! Uh, Everybody's scroll. had Billy ninja probably scroll. has built his own machine for making his own dubs of stuff, or uh, subs of stuff. Like, he's probably one yeah, of the oh, people who... no, there's who's... no way he's watching dubs. Right, no, there's, he's probably one of those people who, like, um... Like, he is gets... circulating the tapes. Right, yeah, exactly. So... Billy explains that the reason they're going to go talk to this friend of his is because he speaks several languages, and so they try to cover ostensibly, their no matter there. what language 
uh, Adam's lantern is in, because we're still not wanting to specify, he'll be able to read it. And uh, they go to his spot. He's got like this, I guess is this this gazebo kind of, with a bunch of lanterns hanging on it. And they're like, hey, this is my friend Adam. Uh, he's got this lantern with some words on it. We can't read it. Can you read it? Do they ever specify like what sort of festival these lanterns are supposed to be for? The family reunion festival. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's, well, the, it's Adam the family is, heirloom. Yeah, Adam is just an heirloom. It's not really right, but, for anything. But this which guy's is, got a whole like... bunch of them, too. And, like, why would he have those unless there's, like, they're doing something with them right now? It's like, a lantern decoration. room. It's where he keeps all his lanterns. Yeah, I don't think they did enough research into it to, like, figure out what festivals no, they don't. exist no, at I, all. Right, no, I realize that. I'm just, like, pointing out. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when when but any when when we first see Ko, he like holds up a lantern, like looks at the the inscription for like half a second, and then he puts it down and turns over to Billy and Adam. That's what I do. Like I'm sitting at my desk right now, and I'm just picking up random stuff, reading it. Like Mountain Dew throwback, real sugar. I could real good. I could, nice. Well, like these these lanterns are supposed to be like kind of like a uh, like a disposable thing that you use, right? What if this is just like the gift shop of the Japanese garden? <laughs> <laughs> he's capitalizing like, on Angel Grove's like, complete ignorance of anything that's not Angel Grove, and just like, hey, yeah, buy buy these yeah. lanterns. They're powerful, <laughs> but two hundred dollars. Co. Good to see you, Billy. This is my friend Adam. Hi. Billy was right. This is a very special lantern you have here. You've got quite a collection. I see you appreciate things of beauty. My father presented this to me on my fourth birthday. The inscription explains courage. The dragon you fear is only as potent as your imagination. What does it mean? What does it mean to you? I guess that fear is only as powerful as you make it in your mind. Is that right? If you believe it, then it is so. The dragon you fear is only as potent as your imagination, which is incredibly blunt as far as like you know words of wisdom. But Adam doesn't get it. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, what is the? He gets. He's he like, what does that out, mean? Like... And Ko's like, what does it mean to you? <laughs> but what does it mean? I really like the idea that this guy is just kind of fucking with them and like, okay, I like I don't actually like have any words of wisdom or give a shit about these people but you know maybe if i just repeat back what they say and like make a lot of vague references they'll just do they'll just you know kind of figure it out themselves and leave me alone well adam does figure out he says like i I guess that fear is only as powerful as you know we let it be right see it's an effective technique yeah and then ko says if you believe it then it is so See, he doesn't actually ever say anything well no like that's kind of what they learn here because like I mean, skipping ahead a little bit, but, like, when, when he tells him what it is, he goes, like, wise words, but they're only words, and, like, he keeps saying, like, it means something, and what that means is what you want it to mean, because it means nothing. <laughs> like, that's kind of, like, just what he tells Adam, and then... Words of wisdom passed down from the ancients are total horseshit unless you make them not be. <laughs> Here's the real words of wisdom, fuck it, just do whatever, you're gonna die anyway. But, yeah, we... we we cut God. to um, uh, Tommy, Rocky, and Aisha showing up, as well as Bulk and Skull, completely independently. 
Yeah, they're, they're just everybody's just in the park today. Yeah, because we don't we don't want to film in more than one place. You but know, Kimberly's not in the park. Well, yeah, but Kimberly's not yeah, there. Kimberly's conspicuously absent for most of this. But they're episode. talking about her. They're saying, "Oh, that she got to plant a garden at uh, Aisha's house." Her parents let her. It's real nice. No, no, they talk about the. Yeah. They talk about she's been practicing so hard for this gymnastics competition, which they're they're building up to. Her leaving, which I kind yeah. of appreciate that they're like, yeah. Well, they they do both. They like they rapid fire two big bits of uh, of exposition real quick. Yeah. Oh really? So she was doing gardening and that. Okay. <laughs> they did do that for the last set of rangers that left as well. Like, don't give them too much credit there. Yeah, but they did they did they did the peace conference that much? I I and I, I wasn't around when you guys. No, nah, they didn't do much with the peace conference. They mentioned it, but like those actors were gone. Look, they were talking. They were talking about it for episodes. Like for Power Rangers, that's oh, uh, were they? Well, yeah, but the Rangers were already gone by then. Is the problem? <laughs> and at least we have Kimberly still show up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the point is, they're talking about like, yeah, Aisha's parents are letting Kimberly start a garden in their yard. Which, I mean, she's going to be gone soon, so that seems like kind of a waste. But yeah. whatever. Uh, and also, like, yeah, she's also working hard on her gymnastics. And Tommy's wondering if she's going to have enough time for everything. And then they run into Bulk and Skull, and they're like. What are you two assholes doing here? And Bulk says, we've been assigned to patrol the park, so put your minds at ease. We've got this covered. So what that means was they were really, really, really annoying Lieutenant Stone. He was like, I don't know, go fucking patrol (laughs) the goddamn park. Go get lost. (laughs) Go bother that co guy. See if I give a shit. And so we cut back to the gazebo. And uh, Co translates Adam's uh, thing, and uh, the words he gives are. It looks like he's reading it vertically, the... actually. Oh, he is. He is reading it correctly. Okay. Co, we were hoping you could tell us what the inscription says. My family told me I had to find its meaning for myself, but I don't know where to look. The lamp may light the path, but the soul must light the way. What does that mean? These are wise words, Adam. But like all others, they are only words. I don't understand. As before, you must discover what this means to you. And if you believe, then it is so. Have patience. Ancient words do not always reveal themselves right away. Now, I must tend to the rest of my garden. If you'll excuse me. Thanks, Co. I forgot to tell you, sometimes the advice Co gives doesn't make sense until a day or two later. That's good, because it sure doesn't now. <laughs> uh, he says, the lamp may light the path, but the soul must light the way. And Adam's like, what does that mean? And Co says, it only means whatever you think it means. Words are horseshit. <laughs> these these words it. are wise, Adam, but like all others, they're only words. <laughs> only <laughs> press your fists. Police will never protect you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like he gives he gives the advice you gotta discover what this means to you. Billy repeats, and if you believe it, then it's so. And then Co leaves, and then Billy's like, "I forgot to tell you, like his advice doesn't make sense for a couple days." And I'm like, "It was pretty clear. He's just saying like make your own meaning of it. Like it's pretty clear advice." Like, yeah. I don't th- Here's the thing: from the perspective <laughs> of Billy, over explain literally fucking everything. Cranston, this like, is super fact- cryptic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like they they play it off like this guy is is. 
is being mysterious and 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 wise and like he has he's giving you words that you're gonna need to really stop and and ponder for an extended period of time but like he's actually being like super blunt yeah yeah like he's being really straightforward here <laughs> but he walks out of the gazebo and i guess out of existence because he's just what not are on they the show do anymore have a wise old asian character stereotype that's not mysterious and like yeah <sighs> Well, yes. I mean, have they ever kept any of, like, the wise old Asian stereotypes that were mysterious around for long either? I'm just... I genuinely no, just don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm, saying, like, they're clearly trying to check off a list of, like, crappy media stereotypes here. Yeah. And even though oh. they're not doing yeah, a good job with but, it. But the point is, the point is, this is the last time we see Ko. So he walks out of the gazebo and, I guess, just phases out of existence because it's time for a fight <laughs> No, scene. I'm going to assume the Tango kill him. Yeah, just like off screen, they're just like dark. Off, off screen, they're just like fucking ripping Matt, him apart. No, Matt, no, Matt, no, absolutely not. I refuse any head cannons that portray the Tengu as competent in any way whatsoever. They're just clawing his mutilated body. No, Skull trying to run away could clown on the fucking Tengu. He probably could. Yeah. Speaking of, Tenga. and I think it's Tengas. Tengas, whatever. Uh, yeah, Tengu are the real things. The show is Tengas. Okay. That's good. That's going to trip us up for oh, the rest yeah, of the season. Been, it's already been tripping me up. Yeah. So Tommy, Aisha, and Rocky show up to where Billy and Adam are. And they're like, hey, guys. And then the Tengas show up. And as do Rita and Squad and Babu. Sorry, Rito and Squad and Babu. Uh, also, and, uh, happening so again. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we get a new full-fledged ninja morph sequence where, like, everyone makes a circle with their hands. And then we... I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's the laziest morphing sequence yet. Yeah. Whoosh. It, it, it's just a, it's a bunch of circles with like a a sunburst in the in the middle of it. The background. Right, yeah. And okay. They they created this graphic without Kimberly in it. Well, they change it like when there's only one of them, it shows like a screen of one circle. Like, I've been watching ahead a bit, and like, man, yeah. that is a lot of effort for this show. Normally, they, they make they, a they single adjust... graphic and just use it forever i i think when kimberly's there they just add her to the center and spread them out a, a bit more if i recall because kimberly yeah, i think the i think they didn't the want to do the thing of like they actually playing them one at so a time they actually paid a graphic artist for more than one day's worth of work is what you're saying i think you could do that in a day to make like a few variations of this it's just like clicking and dragging and scaling yeah but for this show that's a <laughs> lot of extra effort <laughs> yeah, and it's the mid '90s, so who knows? Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely. I don't know what the technology was like back then. I can't say for sure what it was like. Yeah, Hame Saban was like, "How much money is this going to cost us?" And they're like, "It'll cost us like twenty five dollars." And he's like, "That's pricey, but it'll be worth it." Yeah, you know what? You know Do what? It. We just had a movie. You guys earned this. <laughs> you guys earned this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The lunch cart today isn't just going to have sandwiches. You'll also get a small bag of chips. <laughs> and some milk. Yeah. But, you know, skim. We We're not paying for the good sir? stuff. What, do you think I made of money? Speaking <laughs> of Haim Saban, I just need to throw in a little fact about uh, Haim Saban's uh, cultural sensitivity with regards to Asian people. Uh, oh, good. You know Johnny Young Bosch, how his name is Johnny Young Bosch? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it uh-huh. actually didn't used to be that. It used to be, like, I think Johnny J. Bosch. But then Haim Zaban told him he should change his name to Johnny Young Bosch so it sounded more Asian. That is awesome. sadly oh. not an uncommon thing uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, I... so he changed his middle name to his mother's maiden name. Oh, that. Mm. 
So that hurts. That tells That's you everything you need to know in about the emotion places. I mean, have uh, any do any of us? Did any of us previously have like high opinions of no. Haim Saban? Nah, because no. I feel like the answer is an overwhelming no. No, nobody here has high opinions of Haim Saban. He's a turd. Yeah, no, fuck that dude. He's an asshole. Okay, well let's let's try and keep moving. So. Uh, Rito and and Squad and Babu, and it, it's so weird to see Squad and Babu actually doing things I'm again. I'm so happy, but like, like it's like I thought season two, like oh they're not gonna see them again, and Finster too. But Finster and Squad and Babu keep showing up in this season, and I I love it. I'm really happy about and it. And they actually do things. They aren't even just background. They like do shit. We do nice. arguably more than so, they did in season one. I feel like. Well, so Squat Rito Babu, orders maybe. them to go yeah. get the lantern. While well, I guess he just watches the tangas. And no, he's feeding the Kelly fish. We said that already. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry. I keep forgetting my own jokes. Uh, <laughs> but so the fight goes on, and it's 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 a ninja fight. It's fine. There's some goofy stuff, but whatever. Well, like, uh, uh, highlights, Adam goes, like, in a handstand and kicks <laughs> at a guy for a bit, which is good. And then also Rocky again jumps on someone, because that's what yeah, Rocky what? does. Okay, Rocky <laughs> jumps <laughs> on a fucking Tenga and starts plucking it. It's fucked up. Yeah, he starts like oh, ripping yeah. the feathers out of its neck. And like, is, what the shit? <laughs> what is patterns when he does it? He's just like, hey, hoo hoo, ha ha Yeah. What is with Rocky and jumping on people's backs? <laughs> Get off my I, back. It keeps happening. <laughs> and um, my Ugh. my favorite part of this sequence is how it starts, where Billy like vaults Adam into the air, and I'm like, okay, yeah. cool, cool. But then he jumps as high as Adam was vaulted, and I'm like, why didn't you just both jump? Adam needed a little bit of a Adam needed a little bit of a boost. Adam needed a little bit of a boost. Yeah, he's the frog. He should be jump good, real good, all the time. <laughs> no, we already established in the movie that the frog is the one you get if you suck. No, the frog's good, and you're the bad. frog is good. <laughs> you guys, hey, yeah, Aim hey, Saban declared that the frog sucking was canon with the movie. Oh wait, the movie's not canon, is it? Nope. No, Luke's not it here, is, but so it's not. not but it Luke's is. Not here, so we're, we're definitively declaring the movie is not canon. Mm -hmm. I'm oh, wait, declaring it's canon. Hold on. Oh, yeah, wait, wait. wait did Luke? That's two against one. Did oh no, I did not want this to go this way. Emily, <laughs> what's your vote? It's not canon. The movie. It's clearly not canon. Like so it's 2-2? Two, two. <laughs> no, that's 3-1. Oh, okay, thank God. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, I would love to move on. Can we just on. let's so... place the cannon? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Squad and Babu uh, go into the gazebo, and they don't know which lantern is Adam's. And, like, Squat's freaking out about it, and Babu says, stop with the chin music. Just grab them all. If we take so like Babu has been watching music. some old gangster movies and has picked up a few, <laughs> yeah. uh, picked up a few terms. Again with this show just using slang from the fucking 30s for no reason. Yeah. And ba Babu says if we take all of them, nobody can yell at us. Because... Which is wrong. Yeah. Because they take all of them, and they still get yelled at a lot. Let's reframe that, though, in the idea of, okay, you're... A, you're a kid, and you and your brother were sent by your parents to the store to go get something, but they didn't oh, give no. you very good instructions on what it was they needed. And, like, so, like, they wanted some headache medicine, but there's all these different kinds of headache medicine, right? And they didn't say whether they wanted Advil or, like, I, uh, that's the same thing, uh, Tylenol or what, whatever. And so, like, yeah. And so, that, so, like, you're looking through all these, and it's like, well, which one do we get? Well, well, if we get all of them, they can't yell at us, right? 
Uh-huh. Well, see, the metaphor breaks down because that requires these kids to have unlimited money. That's true. But but in any case, uh, also just gave them like, the card. Like here's our credit card. Go, oh like, no! Yeah, oh, that's yeah, a you bad would call. Yeah. Get at oh, them. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, don't they should give them instructions. Cards. No, but I oh, mean yeah, that's their fault that. for giving them credit cards. Also, but um, I like how his, how in the in the end of his fight. Rito goes like, easiest fight I was never in. <laughs> it's such a good line. It is a good <laughs> it's line. It's a great line. Listen, Rito, <laughs> That's Rito it. just learned gone. that if he actually fights, he's going to get blown up and have to like turn into a uh, like a little emblem thingy. Yeah. So apparently he didn't like that. Didn't hurt him too bad. Like he seemed pretty calm. Right, throughout but that I, I can't <laughs> imagine that's something you want to go through a lot. So like, just don't fight. So, like, here's the deal, the kind of impression I'm getting with Rito. Is Rito, like, really good at fighting, but he's just intensely lazy and doesn't fucking care at all? Because that's kind of the impression I get from him. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we, so basically the the Rangers depower, which, that's still so wild to me that they depower by basically just whipping off their ninja costumes. Ninja power and ninjas. Yeah. But they uh, they go to the casino. It's like, oh no, the lanterns are gone, including Adam's family lantern. And he, Adam is the saddest sack <laughs> he has been so far in this episode. And I and I want to point out, I want to point out that we have had an episode that was dedicated to a magical mirror that was designed to make Adam sad. <laughs> By showing and him this how is bad the saddest he's been. Soccer. He lost his thing. <laughs> yeah. You guys are so mean to him. Poor boy. <laughs> I mean, even before the, even before it gets stolen, he's like, oh, I don't know, my parents want me to figure my out what the power is, but is, I can't do so it. He's so mean to Adam. He's a good boy. I lost my lantern, I'm and then the the sky's on the podcast to say mean things about me. So anyway... He's moping, <laughs> and fortunately, Bulk and Skull show up to play good cop, French Stewart cop. <laughs> <laughs> because Bulk sits down next to him and starts giving this, you know, this cop oh speech God. or whatever, while in the background... What's great is, like, they, they hear someone say the word steal, and they, like, materialize, because, like, <laughs> I guess Bulk has converted his clown powers to cop powers, I mean, not I guess. much of a difference. No, he's no. a clown cop. F- fucking keystone cop powers, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, but so uh, Bulk is giving Adam like a cop talk while behind him, Skull is just standing there squinting and making a sort of weird French stewardy face. Well, he, he's giving him a pep talk and then he's a total asshole because he's like, eh. yeah, he's like, we'll, we'll find your no, lantern, Emily, but in the meantime, I'll, I'll, can I can I recommend Emily, I did uh, say joining the nineties and getting a flashlight? Talk, so I don't know what other I mean, kind of attitude you were yeah, expecting. You're, you're right. That's well, fair. Yeah, it's true. But yeah. it sure doesn't sound like Bulk says flashlight. Mike, yeah. oh what? No, it doesn't. It really what? doesn't. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't. I did not he- miss no, you. That is flashlight, as you all are implying. <laughs> no, all, all, hold up. You all are dirty. You're only just now figuring this out. <laughs> Have you ever listened to this show before? Every episode. It's been a while. <laughs> let's keep rolling because we're actually going incredibly slowly, even by this podcast standards. All right, let's move. So, uh, we we cut to the two Japanese garden sign. Uh, and Rito is berating Squad and Babu for having grabbed so many lanterns and not knowing which one is the correct one. And in a fit of anger, he tosses one of the lanterns away, which coincidentally is the correct one. 
mm-hmm. and it lands in front of Bulk and Skull, who right, pick it up. Right, because Rito, Rito and then they has go to... sitcom powers, which means he's going to, in any given moment, do whatever makes for the most zany farce. No, actually, I think this yeah. is an extension of Bulk's clown powers. Or what if it's a lantern's powers to get away That's from danger? That's also entirely plausible based on my theories. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bulk notices the lantern, picks it up, and then he looks over and is like, Oh, fuck, it's the monsters from the moon! <laughs> Skull, get the get out the, the junior officer's, like, handbook so and, like, see Skull what we're supposed to do. A, a copy of their a pocket copy of their handbook under his it hat. It's good. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they fight over it a bit because they can't find the, the section on aliens. And Bulk hits himself in the face with it. Oh, he hit himself in the face. I was wondering, what did he do to hurt himself here? Did he get a paper cut? I didn't understand yeah, what happened. No, because they were playing but, okay. tug of war and Skull lost his grip. So Bulk's like hand flew back. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Rito, Squanababu, and all the... Uh, uh, aliens like disappear. They teleport away. Bulk and Skull start screaming, and then they stop. <laughs> and then Bulk goes, "Wait, why are we screaming?" And then Skull says, "Because evil magical aliens are using their mystical powers in front of us." And like, "Oh yeah." And they go back to screaming. Yeah, and then run away. It's a pretty good gag. I like it's it. Fucking it's fucking amazing. Just, it's a great very casual line read. <laughs> well, Jason Darby's a very good actor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, what, so Paul we... Schreier's chopped liver, huh? No, he's good too. I was like, that <laughs> no, he's was his line good. read, though. So I, that's why I mentioned him. Yeah, we, 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 we missed Skull's <laughs> joke earlier. I can't believe we got a Paul Schreier hater in the podcast. That's fucked. No, I like Paul Schreier. Emily, <laughs> confirmed Paul Schreier, like, enemy hater. number one? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. No, continue, uh, we we we, for, <laughs> we missed Skull's joke earlier when the lantern lands like right in front of them oh that part's great because yeah, he's like get it get it huh yeah get it, yeah get it, huh? Skull. Get it? Like, skull get it yeah get skull's it, huh? like hey get that it? almost hit me in the skull and you know, like keeps like tapping uh bulk on the shoulder being like hey hey you, you get my joke huh huh he doesn't stop. Yeah, he says it like 500 times <laughs> yeah, like, kind of like we've done about every scene this aliens. podcast yeah mm-hmm. yeah so so we go to the command center Zordon's like, I believe that they were after Adam's Lantern. And Billy says, well, that's probably because it's got a secret power. And Zordon says, that sounds about right. And that's the whole scene. (laughs) (laughs) Is this this the only time Zordon's in the episode? I believe so, God, what a useless fucking piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then Kimberly randomly appears in the command center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's here now. She's in the story. Well, yeah, because uh, she we like cut... heard there was a fight, so she teleported to the command center because she's very good. Yeah. Ah, you guys kicked some birds so, without me. Damn it! <laughs> so we cut to the moon, and there's some lanterns. There's so lanterns. many they lanterns. Which one is the... <laughs> so many lanterns. Yeah, they don't know which one's the right one. And then uh, Rita just says, "Don't worry, hubby. I'm real good at finding powerful things." And Zed goes, yeah, that's right. You found me, after all. <laughs> <laughs> Get real. <laughs> nah. But she picks one. I fucking love she just them. picks a random one. And it's like, it must be this one. Turn it into a monster. Oh, and then, uh, and then Rita, um, showing that she posts on Reddit, says, oh, you're so in- politically incorrect, Zeddy. I love it. Wow. She says that in response... So what Zed says is, and send these lanterns back to Earth because I don't want them laying around in my. He calls them room. garbage, but yeah. And then, and then she's like, 
oh, you're so politically incorrect, Zeddy. And I'm, I don't get yeah, it. Because I don't, he's being I don't get it. Because about these Asian lanterns. Because he doesn't respect the lanterns, I guess. I guess. But he's being politically incorrect. Like fucking Billy Just is like less politically correct than Zed this episode. I don't understand this. I, I really, really don't. Yeah. I don't real, know. real quick thought. How much better uh, would the world be if Bill Maher was just Lord Zed instead? I mean, he'd instead still of being be Bill he'd Maher. S- <sighs> it's kind of a. I, I, I feel like that's an upgrade. I feel like a, a an evil, you know, skinless well, sorcerer. An incompetent, is an upgrade to Bill evil skinless sorcerer. Let's be clear. Or invisible skin. I'm just throwing that out if there. you're like, if you, yeah, if yeah. you're, if you're Joel, you think he's invisible skinned. <laughs> anyway, she has, she has pet ha- his brain. By the way, that's a thing. Yeah. That no, I mean, no, she pets <laughs> his, his invisible scalp. Like, <laughs> okay, uh huh. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be rude, but we gotta keep moving. We're going so goddamn slow. What happens next? Okay, so we cut to the park, and Bulk and Skull are reading oh, the this manual, is a good and they're like, okay. Oh, I love yeah. this. And so the, the lantern monster, like, they didn't show this getting made, it's just there's a lantern monster behind them now. And they're like, okay, we have to check everything around us, in front of us, to the side, and behind us. And there's this whole, like, vaudeville shtick as the lantern monster, like, avoids their gaze uh, until the All very end of the scene. All this is missing is when the lantern monster comes on stage for the camera to zoom into him and he does the little, like, shush sign with his, yeah. like, <laughs> finger up to yeah, his mouth. Yeah, the crowd to go yeah. nuts, like, woo! Lantern monster! Woo! Okay. <laughs> oh, it's so good. The guy in the suit does such a good skulk, like cartoonish skulk. Yeah. Yeah, it's Lantera. good suit acting. Yeah. So Bulk and Skull uh, drop the lantern and scream and run away. And we cut to Adam and Aisha who are walking through the park looking for the lantern. Also, also and the Aisha's lantern like, doesn't, we bothering doesn't to- actually do anything we need to point out. Like, he just says hi and then laughs a bunch and they run away. Like, he doesn't actually threaten them. They're yeah. entirely justified, though. I mean, it's a fucking fucking oh, no, I'm lantern. not saying they're not. I'm just saying it's really funny that he has no actual menace other than scaring them. Yeah. Yeah. True. But Adam and Aisha walk through the park and Aisha's like, hey... Why are we bothering to actually look for the lantern? If Zed's got it, it's probably just a monster right now. Like, why? Why are we looking through the park? And Skull's just uh, sorry, and, and Adam's just like, you know, I feel responsible. I've got to look for it. She's like, okay. She freaking rolls. And then her they run into Bulk and Skull. Turd. Yeah, and then uh, they run into Bulk and Skull, who are just like, yeah, there's a monster. Run away! Yeah, and they're like, oh, a monster, huh? Hmm. And they call the command center, and so. The monster's like, sorry, the command center's like monster detection shit didn't detect this monster. They know about it because Bulk and Skull. So, sometimes <laughs> the monster detection thing detects a monster worlds away that it can't even hone in on. And sometimes it just doesn't detect something in their backyard. Well, what well, happened okay, is, is on, that Zordon detects every monster, he just didn't feel like telling them. Yeah, I was about to say that here's the deal. Is this a problem with the hardware or is this a problem with the operator? Because I'm more than willing to blame Zordon here. Because Zordon <laughs> yeah, sucks. That's true. The lantern monster has so far done nothing besides just spook Bulk and Skull. Maybe he didn't do anything that qualified qualified for setting off the alarm. You know, that's a really progressive look at the monster that's alarm. Actually a, like, yeah, you actually have to be a monster point, for it to, show, to go off, which means yeah. it actually has been going off constantly in the command center because Zordon is there, and he just had it disconnected <laughs> at this point. Because it's like one of those smoke detectors <laughs> that won't stop beeping. You just put it on mute. Maybe it doesn't yeah. work if you're in a time warp. Maybe. Maybe that's why he's in a time warp, so monster things won't detect him. I don't know. Uh, but so it is, in fact, Morphin time. 
as it turns out. That's good. And everybody morphs, and it's time to fight this monster. They really are just heads. There is and arms. a problem though. Say what? Yeah, with yeah, the heads and arms and all that's that. That's really just all right. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen yeah. season three in so long that I don't man. like this morphing sequence still. Yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, I don't oh, either. It's... Fine. I'm okay. Yeah, with I mean it. it's not the worst, but. Eh. Yeah, it's. I it's mean, it's the worst not, uh, so far. Uh, so okay. Actual question: Is there a worse one further down the line? I don't think so. There's gotta there's be. Gotta be. Um, there's probably one. There's that, some like, dire shit in laser season. Well, I mean, like they they after this season, they kind of like actually start having morphing sequences that aren't just like the faces, like the Zeo thing. They do like this hand symbol thing, and then yeah. this 3D like the suit goes on. Like they every start, yeah, they start getting this more actually like a, Sentai with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, like God I bless mean, Sentai. I mean, like Justin <laughs> and Turbo, he like grows halfway through his morphing sequence. <sighs> now, I will say that the we're a long ways away from the best morphing sequence, which is the reversioned Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one, where Jason briefly morphs into a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's, stick with, let's stick with us. We'll get there right in now. about like eighteen years. Yeah, are are you guys doing <laughs> yeah. season one so, reversion or are you I just hope not? We're going to be doing there, TWA yeah. reversion. Actually, we're going back to the original uh, first sixty episodes and redoing you them. You have to reenact the original episodes, but with <laughs> added in sound effects. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we'll, be added in, so. we'll just put, we'll just put in added sound effects with yeah, like whooshies and, and sparkles. Yeah, just re-release the first sixty episodes of TWA. Well, no, not first 60, it's like first 30-something. That's all they got through. It's, it's a comedy podcast, so he's just going to add in the extra fart sounds. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe some air horns. Um, so, yeah. So, this lantern monster shows up, and Adam's like, wait, don't destroy it. It's my family's lantern. And, like, Power Rangers, you know this. When Zed turns a thing into a monster and you kill the monster, the thing goes back to where it was completely unharmed. That's how that works. Yeah, but Zed didn't necessarily turn this one. It seems like Rita did. That's a good well, point. They don't know that, though. I mean, like, they, they should have just assumed that Zed made it, really. Well, why would they? I mean, yeah, so no, far this season, they've been mixing it up. Maybe yeah, uh, they, Finster the did rules, some shit. The rules have changed. We don't know anymore. Mm. Can't also, risk it. Well, also, case... I was going to criticize them for um, making a prop that looked like the monster and then coming up with a really shitty like explanation for it. And then not even using that prop, but I'll give him credit. They actually yeah. did something good with this, which is it's not Adam's lantern, but he thinks it is. I, yeah, I do like that. Yeah. And I also like, I don't know if it's just Johnny Young Bosch or a suit actor, but like the, the, the poses and hand signs he makes in his whole speeches are very good. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee yeah. it's just a suit actor. Well, the suit actor is doing a great job. <laughs> the thing is, the fact that this isn't actually his lantern kind of comes to nothing. Because he's just like, I can't destroy my lantern. Oh, no, wait. The words in the lantern said that the real power is inside me. I've solved the lantern puzzle. <laughs> I don't need the heirloom. I can kill the monster. Well, yeah, that's all about him overcoming, figuring out the whole thing and figuring out, oh, I don't need the lantern, even though he's actually wrong. Right. Yeah, and then it's, a, then it's an ironic twist later. in that the it's not even his lantern in the first place, so his lesson was for nothing. And also, okay, it's a real gift to the Magi shit. The lantern actually is powerful, and if he had destroyed it, he would be stomping on his family's legacy. Also, the lantern, the text on his lantern basically says this text is useless and amounts <laughs> to nothing. The lantern has The, the text of the no lantern is essentially just a lorem ipsum like filler text. It, it's it's like it's a it's a fortune cookie. 
Like it's what it is. Like, yeah, like, it is. It is a paper lantern equivalent of that painting. That's like this is not a painting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the lantern. Why is this thing an heirloom when the text on the lantern says this text? It amounts to nothing. The lantern is not important. Yep. Okay, so uh, basically they beat the lantern, and Zed and Rita are like, oh, okay, that's some horse shit. Let's make hold it Hold on, I gotta point out that we know this lantern actually is a great and powerful evil, because this voice is just fucking Jedi from Digimon with the chorus filter oh on it. God, oh my right, god, you're right, I recognized it! And I didn't keep I my finger on it! Like, it's oh not no. even just the same voice actor. Like, he sounds fucking identical, and I hate him so much. You think that's right? Wait, like, turn on my high beam! Oh, oh so no. <laughs> yeah, no, this is... Okay, I take it back. Maybe this lantern is also powerful, because that is some pure evil right there. <laughs> no, this lantern pretty much sucks and dies almost, like, yeah. right away. Yeah, well, I mean, let's be... Okay, it's only as powerful as Jedi is, and Jedi is not actually powerful. He's a fucking chump. Yeah, no, he's... No, he's not powerful. Okay. He's just very, very, very evil. So. All right. We summon the Zords. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> hell yeah, Ninjor shows up. I love this. It's like, hey, uh, hey, they don't- hey, Rangers, I was, uh, I, I thought you could use some trouble. Yeah, I, I was super bored and I wanted to beat up on I some I was monsters. in the neighborhood picking up some milk. Here I am. I was just taking the old <laughs> cloud out for a spin. And, uh, okay, you know, y'all are making fun of Ninjor. No, I'm but not. I fucking Z- love Ninjor. He's the best. I love Ninjor, yeah, well, too. He's amazing. I, no, we love him. It's just that he comes no, out of nowhere. So they don't this summon feels, him this, this time. This feels so much like, you know, you went and visited some, like, kind of lonely dude who lives by himself, and now he's finding <laughs> excuses to, like, cross paths with you mysteriously because he just, you know, wants to hang out for a bit. Okay, so, so you see, I think that, I think that's... Su- you see, I Listen, think Joel, if you didn't want me to, to, to keep coming by, like, you could just say something. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fucking, I think that's very uncharitable to Ninjor, because Ninjor is, like, actually cool. I was going to say, like, Ninjor is essentially, like, the good dad to Zordon's bad dad. Well, yeah, he's where... once, every episode he appears and he proves how much better he is than Zordon and how they should go move in with him. Yeah, no, <laughs> they need to, like, abandon Zordon completely. I mean, we, we already dude. know that Zordon's only real claim to fame is stealing from Ninjor, like... <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. We, we missed something, because I've been trying to push this thing forward. I looked at my notes and I totally forgot to mention this back during the fight when oh, we were we were just fighting Adam the lantern as rangers. Yeah, Adam's, fist thing? Adam's giant cartoon yeah. hand. Yeah, what oh, the fuck? Yeah. And there's a weird part where like um the, the monster grabs Adam's hand and Adam goes, That's the wrong hand and he's like, Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's yeah. really like weird and like and he just lets him have his hand back and he's like, Oh, I didn't mean to grab the wrong hand, I'm sorry. Like it's it's so it's such yeah. a genuine sorry. Like it's not like a joke. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not like, Oh sorry. <laughs> Like, but they yeah. have a special effect where, like, Adam's hand gets all huge, and he punches the monster, and it's, it's like, it, what? There's an episode later where, he, speaking of giant things, shit gets weird with the ninja powers. I'll leave it at that. Just a little foreshadowing. Oh it gets fucking wild. Also, this is okay. a quick comment. I still love the new Make Our Monster Grow sequence. It's so cute. They're yeah, just it's a married great. couple being cuties. It's yeah. real good. Hey, speaking of that, did, so, did, did Zed's staff break because there's like some Matt Gray thing halfway through? Oh, no. Looks that, like... Yeah, no, there's, there, he's, it's actually been duct taped. It's been that way for a long time. We missed it. Oh, good. God. Yeah. I didn't notice that. It's, it's kind of hard to notice, but it's there. 
So, back to the fight. Ninjor's here. God bless. And, and the lantern monster insults him, and Ninjor says what is effectively, no one insults Ninjor and lives. <laughs> and I really so badly want Ninjor to just straight up say, you're making me very angry. This makes me very angry. I'm sure that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've, I've been so, saying all along, he's got a Marvin the Martian voice, and he's got the whole flying into a like uncontrollable rage thing too. It's really good. Very angry. It's, I guess it's cuz like the 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 Kaku Ranger equivalent of Ninjor like does this clenched fist and shake thing and he fills with fire whenever he powers up. I don't know if it's also anger yes, power. It actually is anger. But it's because the monsters make fun of him and it gets him so mad he turns into his samurai man mode. I don't know why so he would wild. make fun of Ninjor. I mean they're mad. The guy, they're monsters. They're they're terrible. I mean, yeah, yeah but like, yeah, they're Ninjor monsters. So making you. fun of a guy as cool as Ninjor, that means they must be evil. Yeah, but he he fucking hulks out, and he's like, "I'm so angry," <laughs> and he hadoukens. <laughs> he fucking hadoukens. So he does. And then the Rangers are like, "Well, uh, we better We're we better here. do something before Ninjor finishes him off alone, <laughs> and we just waste our time with our robots." And they do the finishing move, and the lantern dies. Look, we did the entire transformation sequence, and we went through all this bullshit. We are using these goddamn robots. I like, how they, I like how it seems like basically they're just like, "Okay, come on, Tommy, get yeah. your sword in here." Ninjor's like beating up the monster without us. Yeah, to- Tommy shows up. Why does it take Tommy so long to show up? Because <laughs> yeah. he has to fly to the sun and back. <laughs> God. I could see Tommy getting lost on his way to the Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> but So that's it. The monster's dead, and we cut to the gym and juice bar, and the Ernie mon- is mopping the floor. Like the monster has a weird death sequence where it like kind of... Burns up and then it goes into smoke. Oh yeah, it's a really long, protracted death. Like its spirit comes oh, yeah, out and then turns now, into kanji actually. and then explodes. It's weird. That's what happens <laughs> with pretty much every monster now. Is that weird fucking floating text explosion thing? It's presumably something to do with the plot of uh, you know Kaku Ranger. Okay, I yeah, guess yokai. Hold the yeah, because the yokai. Yeah, yokai. But so we so we cut to the gym and juice bar. Ernie's mopping the floor. It is, he is very obviously mopping the floor. And I want to say something real quick. Ernie already had kind of long hair, but he's been growing it out even more, and I really hate it. What? <laughs> he has a full-on mullet now. Let him have his mullet. I'm, I have no strong opinions one way or another. It's, it's, yeah, kind, it's, of, it's kind of a trashy look. I, I'm with Mike. I don't hate Listen, it. it. It's a trashy place. <laughs> I don't think that's fair to the gym and juice it's bar. It's pretty clean, juice actually, bars and, and bright. Fairly clean. I think it might be like one of the most clientele. I mean, Bulk and Skull are always there. True. Yeah. That's because the gym and juice bar is so nice it won't turn anyone away, even fucking Bulk and Skull, who have repeatedly trashed the place. Oh. Uh-huh. They? So they're like I one like, of those um, churches that doesn't yeah. suck, that actually, like, takes in people in need. Yeah, like, so I think have- Ernie still thinks he can make something of those two boys. <laughs> Listen... He thinks of them as his children. It's very cute, actually. But, so we we see Rocky, Kimberly, and Adam sitting at a table, and they're like, Oh, Adam, it sucks. Sorry we had to blow up your lantern with our giant the, fucking robots. Reinforcing the lesson of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Sorry we took He's away like, it's your okay. other Turns out the real power powers. was inside me all along. And then Tommy, Aisha, well, kinda like Billy, Bulk, and Skull. Here, like, Kimberly, like, you know, hugs him and, like, puts her head up against his, and it's cute. Yeah, that is pretty cute. Yeah, that's cute. But the whole rest of the crew walk in, 
and they're like, "Hey, Bulk and Skull insisted on following us back to the to the gym and juice bar. I guess because the the garden was too dangerous." Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Bulk and Skull are like, "Yeah, yeah, we 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 wanted to keep you safe." And then Adam says, "Well, I guess we should thank you." And then Bulk says, "Yeah, you should, because guess what we found?" And what? Skull snaps his fingers, and Bulk pulls out the lantern. That they saved the day. They were they were a horrible racist. Okay, but they so saved the day. in the process <laughs> of explaining this, they do this whole thing where they're like their arms are linked and they're pantomiming like them fighting, and it's well. So what happens is they they ask them like, "Hey, Bulk and Skull, how'd you find my lantern?" And this is something that's happened all the other times that Bulk and Skull actually end up doing the right thing or saving the day is they don't know how to quit while they're ahead. Yeah. And so they start trying to brag about how they took down the monster. Like, we gave him a ha, and uh, we right. did this. But they're and doing we all put of this while their arms are linked. At, so they're moving For as a single reason. being. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically wrestling each other. And then, you know, Ernie's like, hey, watch out. I'm off the floor. Quit horsing around, guys. Around you Come two. on. Yeah. And then they, they slip and fall. And that's that's the episode. So I have a question. Sure. Whose lantern did they blow up? One of, oh, just a random... One of Ko's. Yeah, one of Ko's lanterns, yeah. Oh, okay, so Ko's dead now, so that doesn't really matter. All right. Yeah. He's not I, ca- I kind of would Don't like to see the him. scene of him getting back to his gazebo and noticing all the lanterns are gone, except for the ones that are torn in half. Oh. And it's like, it's like, oh, oh no, what? <laughs> and it's Scott and Babu show up and you were dro- in such big trouble. No, Scott and Babu show up and just like drop the lanterns in front of it and then teleport away, and he's just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, so, I would like and- to note. I would like to note that Ernie is really terrible at mopping because there are suds everywhere on this floor. Yeah, they, they should be yeah, cleaned up by now. He does have a wet floor sign up, so yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it, it feels like it's off yeah. of the wet section entirely, but. Wait, hold up. How the fuck did Co 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 is like an old dude. He looks like he's in his sixties, mm-hmm. right? Like late fifties. How the fuck has he had that lantern since he was four years old? If he keeps it outside, listen, listen. We're pretending that paper lanterns yeah. last forever okay. in this show. So anyway, that's the episode. Right. The end credits thing that's is uh, Skull accidentally steps in a pond, gets a fish <laughs> in his shoe. I like this because I watched this last night with Michael, and right after it ends, he's just like. Yeah, I can tell why that was cut. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Like it's yeah. Like it's half extended scene, half blooper. I think it's something. Yeah, I, so like it's it's one of those like squirt toys where that looks like a goldfish, and when he squeezes it, a stream of water comes out of its mouth, and then a he drops yeah. it. And fish. like it's clear I, that it's just like a toy. But if you take if you believe it in canon. It, uh, skull kills a fish with his bare hands, and it's kind of messed up. He squeezes the life out of it. <laughs> Based on based on the cutscenes we've had so far played during the credits, I have a feeling that maybe this is like a peek behind the way the show has always been produced, but I have a feeling that Paul Schreier and Jason Narvey do a lot of ad-libbed slapstick, like a ton of it, mm-hmm. and only a small portion actually oh, ends I'll up in the show. I'll guarantee you that's what happens. Yeah, I have, I have a feeling that there's, I feel there's just tons and tons and tons of their, their shtick on the cutting room floor because it just didn't work. Yeah, it, I mean, hey, in this case, it was justified because it didn't really work, but it was a fine end credit sequence. Yeah, yeah, it's it it worked all right enough. So, before we take a break, uh, does anybody have any final thoughts on this episode? Wasn't as um, bad as the Mantis. Um, it, yeah. yeah, it was it was culturally insensitive, and it's really shitty that the show is still just kind of 
adopting random bits and pieces of other cultures as like backdrop setting and not actually respecting them. Yeah. But like at least the monster itself wasn't racist in any way and like Oh god, I just the, it realized was all the monster just, could have had a racist accent. Yeah, it was it was all just it was all just like background stuff that they could have cut from the episode completely, to be honest. The episode wasn't predicated yeah. on racism, they just threw it in. Well, and or at very least like insensitivity and ignorance is definitely a part in this episode. Um I will say that like be Besides the like problematic elements, it's at least as good as like an episode, like a good episode of season one, and and better than any like season two, I would say in terms of just like at least for the one offs, like yeah, because we yeah. do we we do get a like a a, a mook fight followed by the rangers actually fighting the monster, mm-hmm. followed by the zords actually fighting the monster, which didn't happen a lot in season two. Yeah, so oh, the zords yeah, we did. The Zord doesn't really fight the monster, though. Yeah, the Zord swoops in to steal the kill, but, like, let's be honest, this was they a Ninjor's fight. They keep doing fight. that this yeah. season. They keep stealing listen, Ninjor's listen, kills. Listen, a Ninjor fight is better than a Zord yeah. fight. Yeah, no, like, it, it's, it's better oh. than, like, the, the Thunder Sword having a Pokemon Stadium fight with another monster thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the Thunder yeah. Sword bringing out its sword and just instantly one-shotting the monster for, yeah. like, the 11th yeah. billionth time. <laughs> I will say we skimmed past a lot of the action for the sake of uh, time, and also because like there was so much horseshit in the rest of the episode. <laughs> but like the the fights in this episode are fun. Oh yeah. yeah, they're fun. It's just there's not a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. talked about the also, stuff worth talking about, which was the stuff during the like ninja suit fight. Yeah, yeah. I, so they, also, we had to clear up time to talk about Tide Pods. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was super that's the most important yeah. part of this podcast. Yeah. Absolutely essential. The Tide Podcast. Oh. No. Uh, my stomach hurts from that one. Like, it would if you ate Tide Pods. Don't eat Tide Pod kids. They'll kill you. Don't <laughs> eat Tide Pods. And with that, or folks, adults. we're going to take a quick break and come back with some fun. Oh, shit. Or Excitement. TV. Excitement. Get right back. Howdy, everybody. Zach here. Uh, no, not that Zach, a different one. I um, I host a show on audio intro... Mm, okay. I'm the Zach whose podcast is about brightly colored heroes who... Fi- okay, I hear it. I hear what I'm saying. I'm the Zach who can drink water. There we go. Got it. Okay. All along the Watchtower, it's another podcast here on the Audio Entropy Network. We're rewatching the DC Animated Universe show by show because we looked at the other rewatch podcast and said, that's cool. What if we did six shows at the same time? Uh, we got new episodes Wednesdays. Anyways, uh, sorry for intruding and uh, go back to your regularly scheduled Power Rangers. Bye. Say that to the and we're back. Oh, just... <laughs> Okay, let's try it again. No, 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 I got it. I got it. I just almost oh. forgot. Like, okay. I've been doing this for a year and a half. You think I'd know better. Okay. God, two years and over. a half? What the hell? <laughs> and we're back, folks. Uh, and it's time to play. At, at, at Eric's request, Eric requested I do another game show. So let's do the IMDB game again. Oh, boy. And um, 
so here's how that oh, works. Oh, we're doing we're doing the same game again. Uh, you couldn't yeah. even come up. Well, with I mean, a new we've one. we've done the eBay game that one time. Uh, but, that was, like, I was this, hoping th- for a new one every time. No, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm. I don't actually mean that. I. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll throw <laughs> something new at y'all, but like. For- back. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be like Rocky to get off his back. Oh, God. So how this works is each person is going to take a turn in the hot seat, and I'm going to describe a movie to them. And what they're going to have to do is try to guess the IMDb user rating for that film. And it is always going to be a decimal to the tenth place between 1 and 10, like 3.7, 7.2, 5.5, whatever. And after they've made their guess, each of the other players are going to guess whether or not they think the actual answer is higher or lower than their guess. If they get it correctly, they get the points. If they get it wrong, the person in the hot seat gets the points. And if the person in the hot seat gets it exactly, not only do they get the points for everyone else automatically being wrong, they'll get a cool five-point bonus. So, I mean, I know we established last time that the points don't actually matter, but I still have some concerns about the mathematics of this point system. Too bad. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, do we have any questions about how the game works in broad terms before I get into the specifics. Nope. Okay. So just like I did with storybook Rangers, this particular uh, set of films has a theme and the thing linking all of these films is they have as one of their plot keywords, the word lantern. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I've given you all a list of categories. They're just one. Can I read them? Sure. All right. The categories are cage, boat, fish, Animal, swamp, bear, wolf, leg, new, carpet, gold, and beer. (laughs) All right. And so you'll each uh, take a turn picking one of those, and that's going to determine what movie I'm going to give you. And uh, that's the long and short of that. And so when I give you your movie, I'm going to give you the title, the year, a plot synopsis, Three plot keywords, and that is in addition to the lantern one. Uh, the number of people who rated it, and then you have to give me your guess. That's exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Yup. Yep. Yeah. All right. So during the break, Kay, you elected to go first. Pick a word from the list of categories. All right. I will pick age. Well, apparently you nailed exactly what that reference was because your movie is National Treasure from 2004. <laughs> so excited. Description. A historian races to find the legendary Templar treasure before a team of mercenaries can. Plot keywords include 11th century, 18th century, <laughs> and 20th century. <laughs> 271,465 people rated this film. I am so glad that that film will show up on one of my many, many searches for films involving 11th century. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what is your guess for the ra- uh, IMDb user rating of National Treasure from 2004? Well, I actually kind of remember the part with the lantern, which I think was where it was like a red herring towards the end. Okay. Um, they were trying to play it off like, oh, it was like a one if by land, two if by sea clue, but they actually tricked the bad guys and it was not even a related clue at all. Um, 
The thing is, people like this movie, and I'm gonna go with, uh, 7.2. 7.2, okay. Andrew, do you think the actual rating is higher or lower than 7.2? Let's say a bit lower. Okay. And Matt? I'm uh, gonna go lower. And Emily? Higher. And Joel? Man, a seven... Low sevens is about exactly where I'd place... Like, I'd expect that to be. I'd personally place it a lot lower, but... I'm gonna say lower, but not by much. Okay. The actual IMDb user rating for National Treasure from 2004 is... 6.9. Damn. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, wait. Actually, okay. I'm okay with losing now. I'd like to point out that that's exactly 0.3 lower. Yeah. It's pretty good. I was pretty much a dead on. Yeah, it's pretty nice. All right. So, Andrew. Yes. Pick a word from the remaining categories. I'll go leg. Why not? Bastard, I wanted leg. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I needed the leg. Andrew, Boy, I really hope that becomes a, like, quote from, like, TWA, uh, like, legend. <laughs> Damn, Damn it, I, I wanted, wanted leg. It's going to be the hot new ringtone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrew. Your movie is Inferno from 1953. Great. Oh. Plot description. A tough, hard-driving business tycoon suffers a broken leg and is left to die in the desert by his scheming wife and her greedy lover. Holy shit! (laughs) Yeah. Plot keywords include... Rabbit. (laughs) Yeah! Killing a rabbit. Oh, Oh, yeah! yeah. And dead rabbit. Those are the plot keywords. I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> it, 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 I, when I when I do the plot keywords for these things, I look at the whole list and try to pick the three that I think go funniest together. So okay, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I genuinely figured those were like the only three plot keywords, and I was like, what the fuck? That would actually in this that movie? would actually be artful if those were the only three plot keywords. <laughs> yeah, I, I only want to watch movies where they kill rabbits and nothing else. Those There's are... a category for that. Apparently, what, so. what is that like? Down. Watership down, and what else? I don't know. Uh, so, 871 people rated this film. Surprising. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna go 6.7. 6.7. All right. K. I'm gonna go lower. All right, and Matt. I'm, gonna go, I'm going to go higher with the justification that the only people who seek out and watch old movies are probably more inclined to give them a higher review. All right. Emily? I'm going to go lower because I don't think it's a classic. Even even film buffs might be like, eh. All right. Joel? I'm going to go higher, but I think a, a strong caveat to Matt's theory is there's actually a lot of people who will go seek out really shitty old movies that's true yeah but this one doesn't this one doesn't like the synopsis doesn't strike me as like something that would be comically shitty enough for people to do no that no with. i agree which is why i said i think it's higher maybe yeah. it's only been rated by rabbit lovers who are offended by the movie that's possible that well, is we're possible. about to find out 
Every single what? review is Mike on different accounts. Zero <laughs> <laughs> out of ten is shit! 871 <laughs> accounts, that's a lot of dedication. <laughs> the actual IMDb rating for Inferno from 1953 is... 7.2. Oh. Wow, oh, yeah. that's like an invert inversion of the last one. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. All right, Matt. Yo. Pick a word, my dude. I'm going to go with swamp. Was there a lantern in Shrek? There oh, might have been, but okay. it's not Shrek. Donkey, <laughs> get out of my swamp. <laughs> you actually get the movie. Snakehead Swamp. <laughs> from from oh. 2014. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. This okay. is the recent movie? Yeah, yes. I think this is the most recent movie I have on the list. Most of these things are from, like, the 70s. Uh, but yeah, Snakehead Swamp from 2014. Description. Terror strikes when a swarm of snakehead fish invade the Louisiana swampland. Plot keywords include eyeglasses, nerdy man, and park ranger. <laughs> is the park ranger the nerdy man? I <laughs> okay. assume so. So snakehead swamp fish... Yeah. Alright. And 499 people rated this movie. Alright. Um, I'm gonna go with 5.0. The reason and justification being that some people are going to hate this movie because it's probably very bad, but some people are going to love this movie because it's probably very bad. And I'm <laughs> feeling it's gonna split somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Higher or lower than 5.0? I'm gonna go with lower because... I feel like maybe it's one of those ones from after people started trying to make bad movies even more on purpose than they already did, and it's one of those ones that failed at it. Yeah, this is well past that point. Okay. This is well into that point. Yeah, so I feel like it's going to be one of those failed attempts at that, that people just, like, hate for being like, not only are you bad, you're genuinely bad. You're not sincerely bad. Yeah. There's no earnestness. Andrew. I'm gonna, higher or lower than 5.0? I'm going to go a little bit higher, I think. Because, yeah, I'm just going to hope that's one of those bad movies that, like, was done bad on purpose, but it's still genuinely a terrible movie and it's fun to watch. Okay. Emily? I'm going to go lower. And Joel? Oh, I think this movie is in the gutter. Lower. The actual rating for Snakehead Swamp is... 3.1. Ah. Yeah. 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 So Snakehead Swamp not exactly killing it in terms of critical reception. No, not not uh, not as far as I can tell. One can only imagine why. <laughs> Emily. Hmm? <laughs> Pick a word. I have to go with wolf. I really hoped you would. God and you're going to see why shortly. God damn it. <laughs> Your movie is... G-Wolf of London. Oh, God. Oh, yes. <laughs> from, from 1946. Oh, okay. Wait, 46? Yeah, from 1946. Oh, man. I kind of want to watch this movie. <laughs> Description. A young heiress finds evidence suggesting that at night she acts under the influence of a family curse and, and has begun committing ghastly murders in a nearby park. Okay. Plot keywords include barking dog... 
damsel in distress. Fuck off. And four poster bed. <laughs> God. This sounds like a 1, fun movie. 1,763 people voted on this movie. <laughs> Damn you, Michael. That's, this is a trap. <laughs> I want to go watch this movie now. <sighs> Same. Next bonus episode. Yeah. Um. God. There have been a lot of movies we've 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 had in this game where someone just goes, "Fuck, I think I want to watch that." I think I think uh, I feel like this is probably a good bad movie. So I'm gonna go a seven. Just a flat seven point oh. Just a flat seven. Okay. Kay, do you think it is higher or lower than seven point oh? See, I agree that it'd be a good bad movie, but I don't think it's gonna rate that high even as a good bad movie so I'm gonna go with lower alright Andrew I'm gonna go lower because I haven't had a lot of luck with higher so far okay Matt I'm gonna go with higher because I have a feeling that the type of people who would seek out and watch this sort of movie would probably enjoy this one yeah. alright and Joel I don't know why y'all are assuming it's gonna be bad at all I want this movie to be legit good I'm going higher <laughs> I hope so. I, I want to watch it. it. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm willing to be wrong on this one. I want this to be good. Okay. The actual rating of She-Wolf of London is... 5.2. Damn it. Damn. Yay. She-Wolf right. of London not getting it done. No. Just I not. Watch it still. Hey, it's I mean, above 5, so that means it's in the top half of ratings. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is It is markedly better than Snakehead Swamp. I was just about to say the name of that movie, but I had already forgotten it. <laughs> yeah, that really sounds like, a, that sounds right like a movie that rates in the threes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Alright, Joel. Mike, I want a beer. Okay, you're going with beer? Uh, yeah, All sure. Alright. Joel, your movie is... Young Einstein from 1988. Description. Albert Einstein is the son of a Tasmanian apple farmer what? who what? discovers the secret of splitting the beer atom to put the bubbles back into beer. The beer atom? When Albert travels to Sydney to patent his invention, he meets beautiful French scientist Marie Curie, <laughs> as well as several unscrupulous types who try to take advantage of the naive genius and his invention. What? What the fuck? So, here's the thing about Young Einstein. It is, it is like the one movie that stars Yahoo Serious, and it is, <laughs> it is very deliberately nonsense. Like it's about how Albert Einstein is Australian, and he invented like atom splitting to make beer. I mean, this and, like, sounds uses very a Australian. Yes. To, like, Wait, so is this the thing like a 90 minute long fucking YouTube poop? Like what? <laughs> possibly. I mean, it's 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 just it's a weird comedy from 1988. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say. I yeah, wonder what's for dinner. That was when YouTube poop was uh, films <laughs> in the eighties. <laughs> so, uh, Joel, the keywords are opening a window, climbing through a window, <laughs> okay, okay, and falling out a window. <laughs> <laughs> okay, up until the second one, I was thinking maybe a you know a four or four point five, but falling out of a window, that's got to bump it up, right? I, I, I love how yeah. like all of these keywords are like a story in itself. Like it's like a mini story. <laughs> I, I deliberately all, try to set it up that way. For all we know, that fairness. is just the full you did a really like, good job, description Michael. of the movie. Keywords. <laughs> so, for Joel. sale. Baby shoes. Never worn. <laughs> oh, God. I love God. these highly specific IMDb categories. 
<laughs> I think anyone can write anything in and call it a category. Good. Yeah. Um, so, Joel, 7,688 people rated this yeah, movie. Yeah, of course they did. Jeez. Dan, this sounds like a movie that swung slightly above or below, like, dead middle, depending on whether people found it charmingly bad or just insufferably bad, and I'm having a hard, really hard time picking which. I'm gonna go 6.2. Okay, 6.2. K. do you think it is higher or lower than 6.2? Hmm. Honestly, for half a second, I got Yahoo's Serious mixed up with Carrot Top in my head. Ew. <laughs> They're kind of the same man. <laughs> so I'm gonna pretend that I feel that like that's really unfair to Yahoo's Serious. Yeah. I don't know who that is at all. <laughs> Me I only know from that one Halloween Homestar Runner where Homestar Runner dressed up as him. Oh, God. I mean, I mostly know it from Yahoo Serious Festival. I know those words, but that sentence makes no sense. That's a festival. Okay. Now, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's a Simpsons <laughs> joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to just pretend that it is Carrot Top, and I know people tend to not like Carrot Top, so I'm going to go lower. We rambled so long, I kind of forgot Joel's guess. You said 6.2, right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Yeah, I think I go a bit lower on this too, because Matt. I'm gonna go lower because this one's a wild card, and statistically, <laughs> you have a better chance if I I have a better chance if I go lower. Okay, yeah, sorry, Andrew. What were you gonna say? Oh, it's just because I have had no luck in going higher, so I'm trying my luck <laughs> lower. All right, Emily. I'm going to go lower. All right, the actual IMDb rating for Young Einstein is 5.1. Yeah. So I was technically right that it was swung slightly higher or lower than dead center. I just went way too much higher. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were going to get this thing like a 5.3 or like a 4.7. Not not like 6. You folks want to know the score so far? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right. K has four, Andrew has five, Matt has four, Emily has four, and Joel has three. How am I Killing winning? It. What? I don't know. Okay. I don't. I think I misunderstood the scoring system. There's very little to understand about the scoring system. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. It'll tell us at the end who wins. All right. Yeah. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. So, uh, we're gonna take the second round in reverse order. Each question is worth two points now. So, hmm. Joel. Pick another word. Give me the gold. All right, gold. Let me delete that from the list. Your second movie is... City Slickers 2, yes. The Legend of Curly's Gold. I was gold. so hoping it would be this. <laughs> I have no idea what it's rated, but... I just love how, like, you guys have ideas of what the movie might be and are right. Because, like, what? <laughs> listen, listen, when somebody says gold and movie, what other movie am I going to think of? I don't know. Indiana Jones? Finger? No, it's absolutely going to use City Slickers 2. This is Mike making this list. Gold oh member. <laughs> so, City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. I actually forgot to write down what year this was, but who fucking cares? It's City Slickers 2. Uh, description. Hey. One year after their first Western adventure, Mitch Robbins and his friends discover a treasure map that belonged to their late trail guide Curly, and they set out to discover its secrets. Plot keywords include sequel, 
numbered sequel <laughs> and Roman numeral in title. <laughs> 16,124 people rated this film. Oh yeah, absolutely. This film is well known. I don't know that it's good, but it's well known. Oh, well I know what I'm watching now. Oh man, and that's the problem. Like I'm very familiar with the existence of this movie, but I have no idea what it would be rated. Oh boy. Um I'm going to say 6.5. Okay. Okay, do you think it is higher or lower than 6.5? Well, I figure with a movie like this, there's probably lots of there's an ebb and flow of people appreciating it and people backlashing against that appreciation added on ad infinitum. I'm gonna go with lower and say that this right now, at this present day, it's on the downswing of that cycle. Okay, Andrew. Yeah, I'm gonna go down a little bit, because I wanna say that people like it just a little bit more than they hate it, but like not by much. Okay. Matt. I'm gonna go with lower, basically with the same justifications as these two. Alright, and Emily. I'm gonna go lower as well. Alright, the actual IMDB rating for City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold is 5.5. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Thoroughly average. Well, it's All a right. great name though, goddamn. It is. You know, that's the thing is, why don't more people use the Legend of Curly's Gold instead of, like, you know... Oh, it's electric, absolutely bo- better electric than Electric bo- Boogaloo. Yeah. I usually go with Judgment Day, personally. Personally, I'm a big fan of the Squeakquel. <laughs> I, oh. I like I like <laughs> Blank 2, the sequel to Blank. Like, the whole long title. Whatever just happened yeah. to naming things 2? Like, Shrek 2. There's no, that Shrek 2 didn't need a subtitle. You knew what you were getting into. It was a Shrek movie. It was the second one, Shrek 2. Yeah, and it was a really good <laughs> Shrek movie. And when they gave it I'm subtitles, a- it turned bad. None of them have sub... It's just Shrek the 3rd and then Shrek Forever After, right? Yeah, and they're both bad. Man, Shrek the 3rd fucking sucked. Oh, Shrek the 3rd was a, a atrocity. Yeah. How did they fuck that? I mean, okay, you know what? 2 was so good! It was incredible. We should probably move on, but yeah, I we should probably we should, keep going. I agree let's, with let's you not, all. Let's not Shrek it I up. I agree, but we should probably move on. This yeah. is the uh, second time Shrek has come up in this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emily. Yes. You have six uh, words left to choose from, know, my dear. I it's tough. Um, I think I'm going to go with Bear, because bears are good. All right, Bear. Your movie is... The Bears and I from 1974. What? Description. A man seeking peace and quiet finds himself a father to three bears. Oh my god. That's that's the opposite of peace and quiet. This does sound like a fucking movie from the early 70s. Yeah. It is a Disney movie, I will say that. Uh, It's it's live action, but it is a Disney movie. Yeah, that sounds like Disney's live action fare from like the 60s and 70s for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Plot keywords include knife, <laughs> what, bear cub, and killing a bear. No. <laughs> <laughs> also driving, also driving through Emily's heart. God. One hundred and seventy-five people rated this movie, so not a ton of them. All right. 
So this movie was really popular. It's up there with uh, Disney classics like Valiant, I guess. Uh, I was gonna say from a guess, it's a Disney movie I've never heard of, so it's low. <laughs> like, it's like... Fuck. I'm gonna say like... 4.1. Uh. Alright. Kay, do you think it is higher or lower than 4.1? I see, I was hoping Emily would say something like 2 or 3, so I could maybe go with higher, but... That makes it too easy for you guys. I know, but at 4.1, <laughs> I'm still thinking lower. Alrighty, and Andrew. Yeah, I gotta go lower. And also, do you know, could the bears talk? Not to, like, change the rating, but is it just, like, bears, or is it, like, talking I have bears? no idea. Okay. Well, this era of Disney, I'm gonna say they don't talk. Yeah, given my limited experience with Disney's live-action stuff, they probably don't. Okay. The big Matt. talking animal live-action boom of whatever year it was, was not till whatever year it was, I mean, which like, was later. Oh, like, like 80s, I want to say? Because the, the, the keywords were knife, bear cub, and killing a bear. So I really hope they don't talk. Yeah, but I deliberately picked bad ones, is the thing. Yeah, still. So A bear dies, uh, is what I'm saying. And if they can yeah. talk, that's that's especially hard for Matt, do you think it is higher or lower than 4.1? I'm going to go higher, but I think M's probably pretty close to the mark. All right, and Joel. I think the handful of people who actually know a lot of the Disney live-action stuff in this era kind of like it. I'm going to go higher. Okay, and the actual rating for The Bears and I is... 6.0. Oh, really? Okay. That's about where I would have put it. Way to go, Bears and I. I I figured it would have been like a 4.5. with the sadly kind of racist, ugly dachshund. They were like 5.0. Wait, what the fuck? There's the a movie called Doxin? The Sadly Kind of Racist Ugly Dachshund? No, I, I, I editorialized the title of it a bit, but The Ugly Dachshund is a Disney live action movie from like the 60s. Yeah, okay. 60s yeah. Disney sounds about right for racist. I what mean, was Song of the South? That was earlier than 60s, Dis- right? I mean, Disney is racist to this day. Let's not oh, get it no, twisted. Oh, yes, obviously. I'm just saying. I mean, like, look at the new Aladdin movie and it's casting. They sure did darken the skin of those background actors. <sighs> yeah. I'm really glad they own, like, all of the media produced in the United States now. It's pretty tight. God. Anyway. Hooray, Monopolies. Yeah, what, sorry, one sec. I'm, I'm just double-checking something. Also, it's not a monopoly because they say it's not a monopoly, and they have very good lawyers that can confirm that. Also, they don't own Hasbro, so they don't own Monopoly yet. It's true. <laughs> I hate Monopoly so fucking it's much. so both, bad. Both the concept <laughs> and the game. <laughs> okay. So, Matt. Yo. Give us a word. Alrighty. I will give you a word, and that word is new. Alarms go off. That was our word of the day. Yeah! Ah! <laughs> no, uh, your movie is... Care Bears Movie 2... A New Generation from 1986. Woo! Wait, Care Bears Movie 2? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the that, one that, with that, the Care Bear cousins? I thought that's I one that so. they introduced... Yeah, they introduced, like, the uh, the lion and stuff like that. Right? Here, let me, uh, let me read the plot description. Mm. In the second installment to the original Care Bear Movie trilogy of the 1980s... Yeah, one of those famous 80s movies trilogies everyone remembers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the Care Bear family goes on their first caring mission to stop the evil doings of a demon villain named Darkheart. Oh, I love Darkheart. Oh, this is the one I was thinking of. I love Darkheart. <laughs> from taking over a summer camp while making the bears and cousins vanish forever. The plot keywords include babies on a conveyor belt. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, boss locked baby. in a cage <laughs> and deal with the devil. Yeah, no, this all sounds like Boss Baby. Wow, yeah. fucking this movie sounds lit. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. This what? is one of those cases of like things where like it's, those kids franchises have the darkest fucking villains. Yeah, a little bit. Apparently, like this, it's just actually the devil in this. I guess. Um, One thousand eight hundred two like, people rated it. Matt, what is the IMDb rating for the Care Bears movie Two: A New Generation? IMDb rating six point three. All right, K. Higher or lower than six point three? Well, I rem- I never actually saw this movie, but I remember watching somebody review it, and Sounds I remember good, there's probably. a part where a bee lands on a character while they're singing a the song. They're like, "Stay perfectly still, all better," and it's really fucking bizarre. And there's a devil man in it, so I'm gonna go with higher. I feel like this is one of those cult classic types. All right, Andrew. I'm gonna go higher. This sounds like a lot of fun. Emily. I'm gonna go higher too because I want it to be higher. <laughs> it's always my favorite way to vote. <laughs> and Joel. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna say higher. <laughs> All right. The actual rating is five point three. Damn it! Yes. So Matt Give racked up points. a shitload of points there. Oh man! Just fucking sweeping it. Uh, I knew I should have gone against the grain, but also not somehow have gone first. Andrew, give us another word, my dude. Carpet. Carpet. Your your movie yeah. is Aladdin from 1986. <laughs> this is a different Aladdin. This is not the Disney Aladdin. Oh. It's Italian. Is this the weird German one? Uh, Okay. Description. Updating of the old Aladdin Arabian Nights tale as a teenager in modern day Miami finds a magic lantern and out pops a genie. Oh, I don't know Who's been asleep for 200 years and in his gratitude grants the boy several wishes. This is different than what I thought. Okay. Plot keywords include police siren, teenage boy, and shooting. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Is it live action or anything? It is live action. Are you not? Okay. 2,433 right. people rated this. That is hmm. more than rated the Care Bears movie. So. Yeah. Oh, man. 6.3. All right. K, higher or lower than 6.3? Uh, I kind of want it to be higher, but I'm going to go with lower. All right, Matt. I'll go with higher. Emily. It was 6.3 was the rating, sorry. Mm-hmm. Lower. And Joel. Uh, I think Matt's probably the point leader now, so I'm going to go follow his lead and say higher. The actual IMDb rating is... 5.3. I don't remember if that was higher or lower than the guess. That's lower. Substantially that lower. lower. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember any of the numbers. 
Oh god, Em, are you spamming dark heart fan art in yes. the Skype yeah. chat? Yes. Because <laughs> oh. like I, I I knew there was gonna be sexy art of him because he's like as dark <laughs> like you know like dark. Like, let's put on the proper amount of quotes around it. Well, yeah, he, he's just like he's this dark um like ambiguous. He's wearing like, a red jogging boy. suit. Like I know, yeah. but like I'm I'm like like I. Darkheart is the one slur of the 80s. Why is he wearing, like, a fucking Slav, like, tracksuit? What because the fuck it's is the going 80s, on? Matt. Yeah. Now, Em, why, why did you type I, that sentence into the chat instead of saying it out loud? Because I, it is a very good sentence. I tried to say it out loud. People talked over me. Darkheart is the one slur of the 80s. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't even know the words in that sentence. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Just count yourself lucky. All right. K. You have the last pick. Can I pick Darkheart? No, you gotta pick a word from the list. I I think I want to see if there's Darkheart slash one slur art because they're opposing colors. (laughs) Oh, I damn. I I would just like to add that Darkheart is wearing this Eggman ass jacket here. Fucking M, you need to stop. Yeah, talking about some art the listeners can't see. Powers beyond your comprehension. We talked about fucking Tide Pods for like six and a half minutes at the start of this fucking thing. Kind of looks like Peter people Pan. knew what they were getting like into. Like evil Peter Pan. Yeah, people have compared him to yeah. Peter Pan All right. before. Yeah. Okay. All right. What the fuck are we talking about? I, I think guess we're I playing have to a game. X Dark. Yeah. Card. Okay. What's the game? I'm trying to get K to pick a word from a list. Okay. Choose a word. L. Hmm. Boats and you fish had, are similar, and animals and fish are similar. So you I'll had like the, five minutes to figure this out. So I'll choose the middle ground between boat and animal with fish. You're right. That is the exact middle ground between those two things. I like that a lot. <laughs> All right. Your movie is... Doom Watch from 1972. Description... The waters surrounding an island become contaminated by chemical dumping, and people who eat fish caught in those waters become deformed and violent. Ew. Plot keywords include Reverend, Whistling, and Wristwatch. <laughs> yeah, really painting a story with that one. <laughs> yeah. Are 631 people voted on this one. How many? 631. Yeah, that sounds about right. What was the year again? 1972, and it is called Doom Watch. So yeah, you can figure out what the what the rating is from all that. He's giving you all the clues. I know he's giving me all the clues. I can really Sherlock yeah. Holmes this shit. Yeah, I'm like the snowman killer. I'm giving you all the clues. Mr. Policeman, <laughs> I, I you know the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's such a pile of shit. I'm yeah, what's that with... one? What's that one rated on IMDb? Oh, it's something like in the f- absolute fucking dumpster. I'm gonna check that I'm gonna out. go with 4.7. Alright, 4.7? Yes. And Andrew, do you think it is higher or lower? Sorry, I'm a little distracted because I'm trying to look up the rating for the snowman. <laughs> it's 5.2. I just looked it up. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. It has a 23 meta score. Um, I'm gonna say lower. Alright, and Matt? I'm gonna go higher. Emily? Lower. Come on, go to. This, is, this episode is lower. All right, and Joel. We're gonna make a huge gamble here and say dead on. Wow. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what we would do in that situation. Well, figure it out. 
Um, I, I don't know. Joel, just pick one. I don't know what to do. I, that can't be my vote? Yeah. I think you can pick that. I just don't remember what the rules are. <laughs> I know that's just happened flip in a coin. the proto the Yeah, I, do, I, I guess if... I guess they also get the five-point bonus? Question mark? I don't know. I'm gonna, yeah, sure. I for fuck it. Yeah, you can say it's there. You can say she's dead on. All right, she's dead on. Okay. Uh, all right. The actual IMDb rating of Doom Watch is five point four. Damn it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm just gonna give Kay the points for Joel being wrong. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, it that's fine. Yeah, sure. Okay. It was, a, it was an all-or-nothing gamble. The only way I was gonna win is if I was right. Yeah, I believe that was also how it works. Is It's the stupidest move, but it's also the most potentially rewarding move. I suppose. Uh, but anyway, so here's the current score. Kay has 14. Yeah. Andrew has 11. Matt has 16. Emily has 12. And Joel has 7. Yeah! Uh, yeah! <laughs> Before we move on to the final round, you want to hear the two movies you didn't pick? Yes. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Under Boat, I had Demon of Paradise from 1987. Oh, man. <laughs> Description, hunters become the hunted when illegal dynamite disturbs the age-old slumber of a can- carnivorous lizard man. <laughs> Resort owner Angela joins forces with Sheriff Kiefer to save tourists from the beast's path of death. Plot keywords included cocaine, M79 grenade launcher, <laughs> And female nudity. Man, this movie sounds fucking awesome. You see, was was Sheriff Kiefer played by Kiefer Sutherland? So it sounds very absolutely nothing in that description or category is mentioned a boat in any way. What's like we have lizard men, coke, Uh, titties, and grenade launchers. Like, what more do you need? (laughs) And two hundred sixty-two people rated that movie a three point eight. Oh man, that's that's incredible. Yeah. And then uh, Animal was Tarzan and the Trappers from 1958. God. After dispatching a ruthless hunter who traps animals for gain, Tarzan has to contend with his brother who is out for revenge. What? And Yeah. (laughs) Plot keywords included arms tied overhead, padlock, and bare-chested male bondage. Yeah, no, that all sounds like a Tarzan movie. (laughs) Sounds like a good movie. And 418 <laughs> people rated that one an even 5.0. Nice. And it was all because of the male bondage. 100% <laughs> it's because of the male bondage. But alright, folks. It is time for the final question. I have a special movie saved for the very end of this. I'm going to have you each send me your answers individually and privately through Skype. So, you know, so no one's like bouncing off of each other's guesses. And Whoever gets the closest is going to get a cool 10,000 points. And if you get it exactly right, I'll still give you the five-point bonus. (laughs) Is everyone ready? Yes. Yeah. All right. The final lantern-based movie, and what (laughs) else could it be? I was joining these. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And what else could it be? It is Green Lantern from 2011. Oh, shit. Yes. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Description. Reckless test pilot Hal Jordan is granted an alien ring that bestows him with otherworldly powers that inducts him into an intergalactic police force, the Green Lantern Corps. Plot keywords include male objectification, 
<laughs> sleeping shirtless. Yeah. And barefoot male. <laughs> 238,437 people rated this movie. This totally reprise. Also, are you sure that one of the keywords you shouldn't have included was shitty movie do not watch? I kind of liked it. I mean, I we'll see. Like, we'll see what the rating says. I, yeah, I feel like that's that's tipping the vote a bit. Give me your rating. Uh, Just send it to me, like, privately through Skype there. That, or maybe I was playing the, the long game and the movie's actually really good. No, I think I we all know to... that's not the case. Are you sure? I watched that in theaters with my father. Oh my god, I'm so Jesus. sorry. <laughs> I watched it in theaters, and then I bought the Blu-ray, and I don't know. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I, thought, I, mean, I don't think it's, like, much worse than Thor, which also came out that year. IMO. Yeah. Thor wasn't that great right. either. I Thor think Thor was pretty good. Thor 1 or 2. Thor 2 Thor one. was the one that I liked, sucked. I liked Thor, and I liked Green Lantern. I didn't think it was as bad as it made out to be. I opened up a private message to Mike, and I see my score from the last time we did one of these, and I'm just going to use the same score. You haven't messaged Mike <laughs> since then? <laughs> Not over <laughs> Skype. That's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Folks... This is actually really wonderful. One of you has nailed it exactly. Oh, shit. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. Didn't that happen yeah. last time? I believe so, yes. So, the actual IMDb rating for Green Lantern from 2011 is... Five point six. Oh, what? It's that uh, high? What? Yeah, Emily wins with <laughs> ten thousand and seventeen points. It does not Yay. deserve that rating. Yeah. What the I fuck? I'm like, as you said five, I'm like, wait, and then you're like, I was, I'm happy. <laughs> I did a good. How did it get that high? How, how did it get that the high? Worst lantern? I don't know. DC fanboys. I like it. It has it's, to be. It's, I think it's, it's higher rated than Snowman. It's, uh, I'm gonna guess <laughs> yeah, it it's is. Deadpool lash, backlash. Okay, okay. It is going. It is a better movie than the Snowman. Probably. <laughs> I, I I feel safe saying it's better than the Snowman. It's probably a safe assumption. But all right, folks. I won. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get some plugs in. Could've so, gotten the reading right. They gave Mike gave you all the clues. Emily, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> saved winning the game. Unfortunately, the lady still gets decapitated in the snowman. I gotta say. So I'm assuming that the whole thing about that is that the heads of the snowmen have heads in them. No, that only happens like one or two times in that movie, apparently. And he kills like half it's, a dozen people. Yeah, apparently it's super it inconsistent. Doesn't even make fucking. Yeah, no, it doesn't even make it fuck sense. If you're a serial killer, you gotta stick with your M.O., come on. So, apparently our plug is for The Snowman, a terrible movie. It's yeah. some shit movie That's been for the, This has been the plug Don't segment. Thank you for listening, we're done now. Okay, but what if it was Bulk and <laughs> no, 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 Skull no, no. with a Mr. Right. Policeman? Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> would explain a lot about not solving the crimes, actually. I really want to end this episode. That's Kay. fine, okay. Do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> yes, I do. But would you like to actually plug them? Yeah, that would be good. Alright, well, you can find me on Tumblr at, at uh, cutestprincess.tumblr.com And you can find me on Twitter at Lady K. Hirsch And, um, actually, would you like would you be like to be the one to do this part, Andrew, or should I do it, or what? That's up to you.
Well, okay, so... Andrew and I are actually going to be part of a, another upcoming podcast called The Magical Spellcast. Good name. Yeah, it's a very good name. It's going to be a podcast where Andrew and I and two other people uh, watch through uh, various Magical Girl shows and comment on them, you know, from varying different viewpoints, you know? It's like, you know, I'm a trans lesbian and... Andrew's non-binary, and we also have another non-binary person, and then, like, a black lesbian on the... as well, so it's gonna be kind of from different viewpoints. Cool, They're Just cool. the usual American... American uh, cishet girl who, you know, is considered the quote-unquote target audience. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for I'm down <laughs> for more podcasts that don't feature straight white people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, as, as, he, he, we, as we fumble around in the dark over here on TV. Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fucking! I don't know what you're. You, you can say, yeah, you're fucking straight all you want. Let's fucking. Anyways, and <laughs> while the, we don't have any episodes out yet, we're hoping to get some out soon. And we do have a Tumblr, which is a magicalspellcast.tumblr.com, and a Twitter, which I believe is just Magic Spellcast because Magical Spellcast was too long for Twitter. Hey, Twitter. Twitter, give us some longer usernames. Yeah, why do you, you fucking lengthen the tweets, lengthen the usernames? I mean, they'll they'll let you do the, like the custom name that you can change. They'll make that extremely long. You can make it five hundred letters or whatever the fuck for no yeah, reason. I think it's like fifty characters or something like that. It's hey, Twitter, get rid yeah. of the fucking Nazis. Da 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 da. da. Newsflash: Twitter is a fucking terrible garbage site. So maybe don't actually use Twitter. No, yeah, actually, that's the secret lesson. That's why I almost never use Twitter. Yeah, don't use Twitter. It fucking sucks. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter. Right, don't. But do follow. But do follow this podcast on Twitter. But also, but please listen to ma- the magical. S- yes, yeah, <laughs> please if, follow. If you're going to subject yourself Twitter. to that hell site, at least follow us. Yeah, so you know, we're hoping to have some get get to recording and have some episodes out soon. So you know, keep an eye and ear out for that. You can follow both of our social media accounts and so you know right when a new episode when the first episode drops all right cool beans cool beans indeed all right and andrew yeah uh you can find me on tumblr at perry dash dotted p-e-r-i dash d-o-t-t-e-d uh and then same thing on twitter except instead of a dash it's an underscore uh and then obviously i'm doing i'm doing the spellcast with k uh, and then I'm not really doing anything else. I'm just going to go plug my friend's webcomic, which you can find at imprintedcomic.tumblr.com. Cool. Uh, the prologue just finished a couple months ago, and it's very good. Okay. All right. Uh, any of our regular hosts got anything they want to plug right now? I want to plug this radical new amazing thing called not eating detergent pods because they'll kill you. And we don't eat tie circuits. Yep. Just uh, closing that loop. Okay. Joel, you got anything? No. Emily? Follow me on, on at This Is Emeralds. Just if you want. It, I tweet stuff. She tweets <laughs> the good tweets. <laughs> All right. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. And you can contact Teenagers with Attitude because usually we do questions. We don't always do like award shows and game shows and shit. Like we we have we answered questions at all recently? It feels like we haven't done Off that. Off the last three, we haven't. I think we'd kind of run out at some point, so that's probably good to build the build the supplies back up. 
We also had to do like the teenies and the tooties and that stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. We need, we need some questions. But if you want to ask us some questions on Twitter at teens with tude, Gmail teens with tude at gmail.com. The Facebook group is teenagers with attitude. It's a fun time. We post things and have polls and stuff. That, sometimes. That's not the, that entire thing isn't the name, just the first part. Just the first part. And I I think that's going to do it. Uh, I didn't put in a sign-off order, but fuck Go it, let's to, do it live. Go to our network site, audioentropy.com, where there's other great podcasts. Oh, yeah, maybe we should have plugged that. Like War <laughs> Network. Or like War. Over Infinite Losers, both featuring Emily. And Mike is on one of those. I know, Mike's <laughs> a good boy. He is. Yeah, so go there. Do that. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> as, 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 as the podcast. host furiously types the sign-off order into the chat. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> so, I think it's going to do it for us. So, for Teenagers with Attitude, I have been Mike. I've been Matt. I'm Joel. I'm Emily. I'm Kay. And I'm Andrew. And may the power protect you always. The power of the Green Lantern. And not eating Tide Pods. That's another power that'll do. Bastard, I wanted leg. I, I, I wanted leg. Bastard, I wanted leg. I, I, I wanted leg. Bastard, I wanted leg. I, I, I wanted leg.